Good evening. I'm the gambler. Yeah. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Electronic Gaming Mostly Con podcast. Heavy on the mostly, light on the gaming today. Tonight, a white man slaughtered a woman. <laughs> or maybe interrupting will. the podcast. Possibly will. <laughs> a white man slaughtered a white rather. woman. <laughs> a woman rode a dragon over a city, possibly. All right, well, let's let's do what we usually do. Let's yeah, start with the very first. little gaming we got. Vigi games. So you finally played Stick of Truth. Yeah, it's great. Thoughts? Well, two things that I'll say about the game. It's it's a good game. I'm not going to shit on it. It's really good. It's very simplistic. I like the style of it. It's lacking to some degree because what it it lacks certain things that make me want to play more complicated games in those areas. Like when I play the game for longer than 2 to 3 hours, I find myself sitting there wanting to play like a standard Japanese RPG or something like that, you know, something that's got more complex systems and a turn-based battle system. Right, but the humor carries it. The humor does carry it. It's very good humor. Spot on. Reminds me of why I used to watch South Park when I was a teen. See, I I watched like the first couple seasons of South Park and then never really went back to it ever. And and I'm talking about I watched it when it was on fucking television. Like as... Yeah, I mean, I've been on and off for for many years. I started watching it in college again haven't watched it in a while. But I mean, that's... Actually, what they're starting to do with the show is like have like a continuing story right yeah, so like i think that stands stands dad like moves out of town and starts a weed farm in this most recent season and they stay there like the whole season so that's, yeah, that's why like you get shape town and all this shit and like they they've incorporated that into the second game which we'll get to like the town changes we'll probably bit. play that i don't think i'll be getting it soon because we got rage 2 coming which i'm super yeah. excited about but uh I, I mean i was i was looking at the I was looking at the game on sale going, man, that's a really good deal. 80% off, but it's like 20 bucks total for the DLC included. And I'm just like, ah, I got rage two coming up. I'm going to have to hold off on it. Cause I'm more excited about playing rage two and we can go back to South park two at a later date. It'll be fine. We're still playing the witcher and shit like that. Yeah, well, this we is the first time I've on, seen it so on sale. So it's gotta be an uh... opinion. Well, that's not true. They usually go on sale. Uh, Ubisoft puts like all their games on sale on big. Well, this is the first time I've seen deep sale, which is what it needs. I mean, it's not a fucking eighty dollar game. I mean, I don't know. I guess it could be like you get enough time out of it, but it's 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 old. You know, like regular price should be forty now. That shouldn't be a sale price. So, right. Uh, I will say about the second one, it is a little more complicated. You got four people in your party, and it works off a grid system. And you can mm-hmm. attack forwards and backwards and stuff and move. There's movement, uh, but, you, but you don't you don't feel OP though. I don't know if you like that or dislike that about the first one, but uh, from about the midway point to the end, you're just OP as fuck. And I don't know about you, but it makes me ridiculously hungry for Taco Bell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> every time I revive somebody, I'm just fucking. Oh, today Got I finally had my Taco Bell just a, a couple hours ago, so. Thinks, you think that was a paid sponsorship? I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, they have to do something to get their name in there, right? Like Taco Bell has to okay that. They can't just put that out there with Taco Bell. And- I don't know, man. The South Park gets away with a lot. They can just be like, oh, fuck, we're on no, South Park. No, when it comes yeah. to legal well, shit like that, especially when it comes to possibly 
smearing somebody's name, like that's super legal. Yeah, shit. well, it could be the Viacom fucking owns Taco Bell and Comedy <laughs> <Right>. Central. <laughs> Probably. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of turn-based games. This is probably the game that turned it around for me and made me look into them. I still haven't played like the old ones, but I played Child of Light mostly because it was on PlayStation and uh, there was not very much to play back when I was still playing PlayStation. And it was good. It's a little uh, little light and floaty and fairy tale-y, but it's a fun turn-based game. A little bit more complicated than South Park. But uh, yeah, the humor, I think, carries it. I think the gameplay is like 70% there. So, hmm. yeah. It's one of those games where you don't want to play it until you play it. And then you kind of want to keep playing it. <clears throat> gotcha. It's like a really, really long South Park episode. Hmm. So, yeah, Rage well, 2 is Tuesday. Turn, another good turn-based game that you might like is XCOM. Have you ever played XCOM? No, but you keep asking me. It's it's uh it's it's turn based, uh, and a lot of people play Iron Man mode, which is where when a when you when a character dies, they die permanently. I don't believe in that shit because <laughs> that's like way too fucking hard. But it's a it's a turn based shooter thing where you control people and you know line up shots and strategically move them around the battlefield. So it's not like a RPG, but it does have some RPG elements in terms of like it's kind of got that Fallout shelter base building thing like. When Fallout Shelter came out, I was like, oh, look, it's XCOM. <laughs> like, because yeah, you got that two either. sections. Yeah, there's two versions. Uh, the game really breaks down into two parts. The first part is like uh, Fallout Shelter, which you've seen. It's that kind of side view in the mountain kind of deal. Like That's how you manage your base. Uh, and then you go out on missions, and then it's like a top-down, kind of not like a top almost like an isometric uh, view, third-person kind of thing. Uh, where you uh, move guys around on a map, a team, you control a team of soldiers and you can pick, you know, the composition and their abilities and their weapons and armor, upgrade all that stuff as you go. And it covers the resistance of like this. It's kind of the first game is set. I'm not going to say the first, first game. I'm going to say the first game that everybody knows of recently, like XCOM, the reboot, whatever you want to call it. It's kind of set in a modern time. And uh, these aliens come to the planet and start enslaving humanity and shit. And you fight back against them and gain alien technology along the way and implement it into your own military. And you actually lose. Humanity loses. And the second game is you play as the resistance trying to take Earth back. So it's a pretty cool concept there where you're slowly losing. I mean, you're, you're, you're supposed to feel like you're losing in the first game. And they, I think they do it well. Because you're you're given choices. Do we help China or do we help Russia? And then you help China, and then Russia gets taken, and it's you know, and it gives it has pros and cons to it and stuff like that. Pretty cool game. I like it. So that's all I got to say about that. But Rage Two is coming out, <laughs> as you said. Yeah, uh, so. I don't know if I'm gonna get the deluxe edition or not. I mean, if there seems to be expansions and shit. So no, I'm not. Sorry. I'm not getting the deluxe edition, and here's my re. I have a, I have a very important reasoning for it. Let me pull it up on the store real quick. Let me pull Rage Two up so I can because uh, I I want to mention what comes with the uh, the, the two expansions, edition. right? Like there's one coming out in right. July, and then one in August. It's a sixty dollar purchase or an eighty dollar <clears throat> purchase, so it's twenty extra dollars. Uh, 
there is no season pass as far as I know that you can buy right now. So I guess you might have to buy them separately. So it might be a good deal. Uh, but the problem with the deluxe edition is the only thing you get out of it is the BFG 9000, which is from Doom. Yeah, and a that's kind of cool. You get and some Rise... other random no, you shit. That's that, that's from pre-ordering. So well, I, all I, you I get from, but I think it's pre-ordering the deluxe edition specifically to get no, that no, no. Shit. Pre-order now and receive the armor, the Nicholas Rain armor, which you're not going to understand that because you didn't play the first game. Full of the Death God mission and Settler pistol. Pre-ordering the digital deluxe edition. The only extra thing you get, you get those things, but then you get a mutant truck, a mutant monster truck skin, and that's it. Uh, but the deluxe edition comes with the BFG 9000, the Rise of the Ghost expansion, the Wasteland Wizard cheat codes, and the Battle Standard. I don't think that's worth $20. Uh, you're talking about an in-game gun and an expansion that's probably going to cost you $15 to $20 anyways. So it's not like that. You know, they really need to start considering doing these deluxe editions as deals. You know, uh, typically well, when you is. go I into mean... a... You'll probably well, be able to buy all that extra shit and it'll be like $2 a piece. So, I mean, if I think it's worth it if we play the expansions, I think. Well, yeah, but the expansion's not going to be out right away. Is what I'm saying. Right, but I mean, like, what else is coming out? You know? I, don't, I don't know. When's the expansion coming out? It could take all. It's take a fucking year. No, is it summer. summer? Yeah, there's a little roadmap thing. It's like July and August they're coming out. My biggest reason for not buying the $80 version is because I'm broke. <laughs> so... Well, I'm broke too, but I I don't I don't know what else I'm going to be buying anytime soon. Plus, I mean, after we play Rage Two, we still got a lot of Witcher. Right. <laughs> uh, we got what else were we playing? So I gave we'll oh, okay, Dark Souls. Man. We got our second run of Dark Souls. You still got to do the Dragon Peak and all. The, we got both have to do all the DLC. So, I mean, there's there's stuff to do. Exactly. So we don't really need the deluxe edition. So you're okay. still saying well, you're not you can, the deluxe edition. No, I mean, I got to look into it and see if the deluxe edition doesn't come with the expansions, then I it probably comes with won't do one it. expansion. It comes with one expansion, rise of the ghost. Mm. The other things is just a gun, some wasteland wizard cheat codes, which I think is going to be like some arcade game inside the game. I think and it's explained it in an stand. article, but I don't know. Progress. You get a progress booster too, which yikes. I don't think it's going to be worth it. Uh, by the way, Rise of the Ghost expansion is available December 31st. Wow. So, yeah. It's right here on the Steam page. Rise of the Ghost expansion available by December 31st, 2019. They really think that this game is going to have that kind of longevity? It's not. It's just that's how long it always takes people to fucking pump out expansions for video games. I mean, look at Ubisoft. I mean, we bought Far Cry and it took them like three to four months to pump, put out a an ex right DLC. but i mean and that was really it's not, not an extension of the game you know it's true a, yeah I, and it took less that's time fine. yeah i'm fine with it i'm not saying it's I, they put it out quicker because it's not an extension of the game it was a dlc this is an extension of the game uh, yeah that's fucking ass backwards to me like if it's an extension of the game like it suggests because it's called an expansion it should come out sooner right uh, i don't know so you can kind of <laughs> You don't have to wait like six months to fucking continue on from your save and be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I don't know. The point I was making about the the, the bundles, though, is that uh, typically 
when you look at a video game that launches these days, the uh, the season pass is uh, typically the same price if you bundle it in with the deluxe. Day. Like if you look at a standard release plus the season pass, those prices combined together are typically those prices are combined together as a full price. You know, it's like monster hunter world, for example, is $60. The deluxe edition is $70. Like how much is a typical expansion pass? I, I got to find one with an expansion bucks. pass, but, uh, I guess far cry would be good. Well, it says for the rise of the ghost expansion available by 12 31, 2019. So maybe earlier, they don't really know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. I see that roadmap. I don't know why they even so, have a fucking roadmap. So here's a game, good but... example. Far Cry 5 Standard Edition is $60. The Gold Edition, which comes with the DLC, is... And uh, let me just double check that. Uh, the Gold Edition has... Jesus, everything. So I guess that's their most expensive. The Deluxe Edition... So. So the deluxe edition has everything in the deluxe pack. The gold edition has everything in the deluxe pack plus the season pass. But if you look at if you were to buy Far Cry 5 standard edition for 59.99 instead of the gold edition for 89.99 and then buy the season pass for 29.99 it's 89.99. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same fucking price. So it doesn't make any when they bundle things like that with these deluxe editions is all I'm saying is like they should maybe consider doing a little bit of a percentage on it. Maybe yeah, like but a, they go the other way and they $10. offer you like little tidbits like here's a gun and here's a mission and it's shit that. that really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's lame. I mean, they, I'm just saying they need to kind of catch up with uh, everybody else in the field of marketing. You know, typically when you get a bundle of something you're getting some kind of discount for buying it as a bundle. If I go to a store and buy one, get one free. Yes. I'm paying more money than I would pay if I bought one, but I'm getting, you know, two items for actually less. It's not like buy one and buy another one bundle. Same price. If you bought just two separate, <laughs> like, yeah. what's the point of that? <laughs> so weird. I got to figure out what else did I put on my solid state? Cause I'm full up and I don't know what, the fuck I put on here? And to manually go through it, aren't you? Witcher. I'm not taking the Witcher off. Well, I guess it's well, time to take a bite of Call of Duty. I think you can go to properties. If you look at the game and go to properties, I think it'll tell you where it's located. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know. Yeah, I'm just going through the local list. Local files. I got Resident Evil 2, Witcher 3, Shenmue, which is small. And that's kind of it. But I'm full up. I think it's uh, I think it's time to get Witcher. rid of Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, I agree. I already did that. They're not doing anything to fix that game. They've and no, I. They've uh, they're basically they're moving on. leaked uh, modern next warfare. Game. Yep. Yeah, the next one's gonna be modern warfare, and I said that's that how I they wouldn't. Do, man. <laughs> I wouldn't buy the next Call of Duty unless it was the next modern warfare, and it is. So it looks like I'm getting the next Call of Duty. Yeah, we'll see what they're doing with it. Um, Options uninstalled. That's the problem with Call of Duty, right? That's what they are. They're still that. Yeah, but still, I mean, we knew what we were still getting that to one when we game. It. Yeah, I know. There's still that one game that's living in that relic past of keep pumping a new one out every one to two years. I mean, E3 well, I mean, coming up. Yeah, I think the last be. one I bought was Ghosts for Xbox One. So, uh -huh. like, I don't buy it every year. I got Modern Warfare, the first one, and then I got Ghosts, mm -hmm. and then I got Black Ops. So, I mean, I don't fucking feel the need to buy every single Call of Duty game. 
Black cops. Black cops? What? Black cops. What'd you say? <laughs> Black cops. <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? So, yeah, I guess that's that's the, the gaming plan is Rage on Tuesday. And uh, fill it in with Witcher after that. I hope Rage doesn't suck. We also played uh, the first Rage. It wasn't yeah. great. Well, it's difficult because it... Um, Runs like shit. It's well, got no it's PC gonna, options. It does run like shit. It doesn't hold up because of the engine that it's on, realistically speaking. The controls feel wonky in vehicles. Um, that's just the world we live in. It's a shame because the game does seem interesting. I mean, you got to give it that kind of credit. The world is a little interesting and, you know. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, here's the, the thing. Feel nice. It plays better than Fallout 4. At least as far as like the shooting goes. Not I much, think the, but. The shooting is pretty decent. Um, I guess, I mean, Rage 2 is going to be superior because they're, they're it's working Doom. off it's gonna of It's going to feel that. like Doom. Yeah, it's going to feel just like Doom, but with a, a bunch of extra abilities, uh, vehicles, open world, that kind of shit. It's what, it's what Doom should be right now, honestly. Some kind of like open world. I get that people want classic Doom with a little linear story, but I think uh, open world Doom would be pretty cool. You know? It'd be weird. I think it'd be okay. Maybe you could have like some linearity and then some open worldness to it and then some linearity or something like that. Yeah, I might do all right with a hub system. The thing with the hub system games is that you generally need quest givers and people to talk to. I don't think that really... That might be what Rage is, you know? Like, I don't think that That's really fits Rage for Doom. Is, yeah. Doom is You're supposed right. to be I mean, just fucking... I'm going to destroy everything. Like, it's funny because they try to put narrative elements into Doom, but then they kind of like poke fun at themselves, right? Like at the parts where the guy's like, all right, you need to disable the power core and you just break that motherfucker. He's like, uh, yeah. you don't need to break it. And you break it again. Like, <laughs> you fucking break. Uh, the entire universe is going to be without power. If you break that, <laughs> fucking break it. Like, no yeah, one gives a fuck. I, that's a great thing to the character though, too, is like the character doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He's there to do one thing and that's murder demons. Kill demons. Killing Nazis. Killing Nazis. <laughs> and we got Wolfenstein coming around too eventually. Ooh. And that's going to be co-op. Yeah. Playing as his daughters. Uh, there, I haven't looked into it too deep, but apparently there's a pretty uh, heavy microtransaction system. So I don't give a shit. I don't well, buy I mean, shit. I, it's not that I give a shit. It's that I don't want it to affect gameplay like i said i haven't looked into it too much but apparently it's heavy to the point of like almost bullshit so uh i don't know the problem is yeah. you're basing it off of information you're getting from games journalists and shit like that and the, the big thing right now is to shit on microtransactions and to blow it out of the water like blow it up bigger than it actually is you know, these people, these people, my mother used to say something growing up and I fucking hated it. And all these fucking assholes are doing is proving it wrong and it pisses me off. And making a mountain out of a molehill. That's all they're fucking doing. Sitting here making, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. Shut up. Fucking. <laughs> and now is that it's you, like, six year old exactly. Gabler telling Mrs. Gabler, shut your fucking mouth. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up, mom. Shut up, mom. Shut the fuck up, man. Watching too much South Park. 
But, but that's exactly what these people are doing every fucking time. Dude, my fucking Borderlands 3 now. You microtransactions. I want oh, my because they fucked themselves. They came out They came out and said there won't be microtransactions and then it turns out there are going to be microtransactions. It was a huge miscommunication and oh, like Jesus fucking Christ. Like can we how, how's the game going to be? You know? It's like why does the news about microtransactions come out? Yeah, and then 3 weeks it. later it's like, "Hey, they fixed the gunplay." It's like, "Okay, priorities, you know?" Listen, I'll tell you the problem firstly. First of all, the problem is the whole fucking industry is in the field of virtue signaling and that comes through either sjw nonsense or in this case we don't have any microtransactions just shut the fuck up you're a game developer develop video games shut the fuck up i don't want my politics from you i don't want what's good or bad for video games from you i want you to shut up and put your nose in your computer and build a good well, like why don't game. they care look at a game like mortal Kombat, where they virtue signal mention politics and fucking have microtransactions, predatory microtransactions, and it's still successful. Yeah, because nobody fucking because people are pick and chooser pieces of shit. That's the problem. Well, no, people I mean, are there was still news. Of shit. There was still news about it. I know, but they're cherry picking out Borderlands because the guy set out and came out and said something. Um, Mortal Kombat is like this fucking story that the person that wrote the Jack storyline is a loser fucking cuck boy and like he put in the game where he goes back in time and makes america wakanda again or something i don't fucking know yeah, or maybe well, he says africa make outworld great wakanda. again apparently there's a few like you know knocks on trump with whatever but then they came out and said that because of realism they, they want fucking... to cover up the women characters because uh in, yeah you know you wouldn't be going into combat scantily clad that's and the then kind they're of wearing, shit like, high heels like. and shit like just fucking do it shut the fuck up about it i don't like i don't mind the ending to jacks and shit like that because you don't have some fucking developer coming out and says you guess what that's all right black people we got your back you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying black people we got your back some fucking white dude like I, I, we are sorry we are sorry for 30, 300 years of slavery we are sorry like fucking grow up but then they come out and do exactly what you're talking about like shut the fuck up okay yeah, but then uh, the last nail in the coffin was the microtransaction thing they did the crypt thing again but they monetized it and people are like uh it's you have to grind for like a million hours last or you're gonna have to pay sixty three hundred dollars to unlock everything it's like you're not it was supposed monetized to unlock everything last time yes like, you're not supposed their, to their logic everything. is this like this is the part that bothers me the least about mortal Kombat is you look at their, your microtransactions and why is Steam not responding? What the fuck? Uh, you look at their microtransactions and whoever developed the game is looking at it saying like, okay, well, we don't want people to be able to get everything and stop paying money. You know, there's a fighting game community out there. So we're just going to basically put no upper limit on how much you can spend. So someone did the math and was like, okay, $6,300. But like, they weren't like, all right, we're going to get $6,300 from everyone that plays this game. Like, no, you're going to get $6,300 from a few whales. And everyone else is going to pick and choose the fucking costumes they want. Because at the end of the day, it's still fucking cosmetic. Right. Well, like, they do put really characters matter. behind the paywalls, and they've done that classically. They've always done... Yeah, well, then you wait for Game of the Year edition for 30 bucks and you get them all. Yeah, whatever. I'm just saying, like, the, the point I'm making is that they don't... 
they've always done it. People are coming out and saying the crypt is has a paywall. It's always had one. It had one in the last one. There was a fucking thing where you could unlock everything by paying money. It's a thing that you can do. And then people are like, yeah, but, but that gives them incentive to make it longer. No shit. I think they should just go back to uh, your war is not with developers. It's with these grindy gamer pieces of shit. They're like, I fucking love grinding in video games. It's my favorite. Look, if you love to grind in video games, that's fine. Stop pressing it on other communities. Play the games that are already natu naturally grindy, like, you know, RPGs and <clears> shit. <throat> Stop pr trying to shove that into everything. The only reason why Mortal Kombat is grindy is because there's Mortal Kombat players out there like, the game has nothing, there's nothing to do in the game. Like, it's a fighting game. What are you talking about? I think they should go, they should make the game free to play, but every time you want to play, you put in a quarter or you pay a quarter, right? If you die, you pay a quarter. <laughs> you know, like I mean, it that's used to tried, be. yeah, tried and true, you know? Uh, you think you do, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everyone loves classic gaming, right? Video games were greater back in the day. Anybody else remember when you could just unlock extra characters by beating the game a certain way? Yeah, I also remember them not putting new ones in the game a year afterwards. You fucking loser. Yeah, it's modern gaming for you. Very easy to put new shit in the game, but they're not going to do it for free. I don't, I don't understand. Like... He can't take something like Mortal Kombat and say, like, oh, man, I'm going to have to pay $6,300 to get everything. That's like, not, not you shitting on them. Yeah, they're not going to put stuff everything. in free. It's just to clarify there. You're not shitting on them because they're not putting stuff in free. You and I are realistic people that understand they have to make money. Yeah, well, I don't like them fucking shoehorning in the politics and the virtue signaling. That's what bothers me. Well, I don't me. either. I mean... Because if you think about it, this is what bothers me the most. Take a movie like The Last Jedi where they like throw in that slavery is bad shit, that whole fucking pointless sequence for like half an hour. The the whole like um what's her face just not telling Poe about anything that's going on for no reason other than he's a man. Because believe all women. Right. But like people nowadays when they go in and see that movie, they're like, Oh man, they're shooing in shoehorning in politics. But people thirty years from now watching that movie is gonna be yeah, they're just gonna, gonna be like, What well, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Why would she do that? Right. It's not gonna have any political meaning to anyone, and that's why it's not gonna be a timeless movie like the original fucking Star Wars. That's correct. That's why it's ruining the fucking franchise. It has nothing to do with, uh, you know, oh, strong women. Like, I, I don't fucking care. Princess Leia. Hello. There's been, we don't have to go <laughs> through that. There's been so many strong women. And if you don't think there has been, get the fuck out. Hit like, thumbs up on the podcast and get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're fucking, you're an idiot. You're a fucking mental midget. Okay. You're, Whoa, you're fucking you intellectual. Yeah, your fuck intellectual it. capacity is is so fucking low i'm surprised they didn't tack you over the head at birth this one's a defect <laughs> it's so fucking unbelievable it, it's one of these weird things where like the people running everything right now the culture are people that act like the 90s everything before 2000 doesn't exist like, you hear these people talk they talk like we're living like the 60s and 50s were just a decade ago like, holy fuck, Captain Marvel literally has a scene in it where she's in the 90s getting told shit like, there's a reason it's called a cockpit, honey. A cockpit, get it? 
What I'm saying is you got to have a dick. <laughs> Literally. In the 90s? Fuck off. Okay. Let's write it like it's the 19, you know, 70s and shit, man. Like not even the 70s. Jesus Christ. The 1960s? Maybe. I'll give you maybe the 1960s had this problem. But like, what the fuck are you doing? Just consider that, okay? We're talking 1960s, all right? Jim Crow laws haven't been around for a long ass time and all this shit with like women and, and you know, their place in the kitchen and stuff hasn't been around since like the fifties and the sixties. All right. Think about how long that is. That's 60 years. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it's weird. You know, like the passage of time, I still think 10 years ago is the nineties. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking old. 60 fucking years. Okay. And if you don't think that's a long time, you're fucking retarded. Kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. D mutilate yourself to a little bit. No, don't do that either. Listen, just grow the fuck up. Look, I'm not asking much from games. If you're going to do a game that has politics in it, make it useful and tasteful like uh, Bioshock, right? Like, especially Bioshock Infinite. Yes. That's like all Nobody about politics. had a problem politics. with Bioshock. There was racism in it, but of course there was racism in it. The fucking place that existed was, you know, separated from America before the Jim Crow laws disappeared. Yeah. And so there's the a way to do point. it. And if you're going to do microtransactions, just be fair about it. That's the whole point. The whole point is you go and you play. Listen, you fucking invalids. Okay. The whole point of a game like Bioshock and you go into it and there's people in there that are like, still looking at black people as lesser class citizens, but you as somebody from the modern age, not just you, but everyone that plays the game looks at it and goes, this is fucked up. And you know why you say this is fucked up? Because you live in the modern age where that shit doesn't happen anymore. Like it's not just you sitting There's behind a difference, your computer. Though. I'm so There's a difference between nobody building else a world like that and injecting modern real life politics into a game like of Mortal course. Kombat. Yes, of course. I'm just saying in general, the problem with a lot of these people is they act like they're the fucking only ones. Man, I'm so woke and nobody else. There's so many people out there that aren't woke. Us millennials are so woke, but look at the previous generation. They're not woke. You're so fucking dumb. Okay? You didn't build this. Other people before you built this, okay? There were, other people fought hard for civil rights. Other people fought hard for other issues. You didn't do shit. You inherited it. You inherited easy mode, okay? Somebody else did Dark Souls. You inherited fucking there my are people, pony. Many, many people that fought and died to kill and stop literally Hitler. After the war, gave them gave the Jews Israel, and now people don't like that. <laughs> you live this in whole anti-Semitic thing is coming back, and it's like, what, you're, okay, so on on the side of good versus Hitler, you guys are on the side of Hitler. Yeah, on the you live in a period of time where people are upset because they might not have avocados every fucking day. Okay, I never, I didn't it's have avocados. I didn't have avocados in my house growing up as most people didn't because it was a commodity from somewhere else. Okay. Throughout history, people have fought and killed each other for nothing for the dumbest shit. And you're sitting here going, eh, but, but 
Anarcho-capitalism. Like, you're so dumb. Stop. It's time to stop. Okay? It's over. It's just that's what happens when there's too much non-crisis going on. You start making mountains out of molehills. Jesus Christ. It's like, this is what happens when every day is a slow news day. (laughs) Crisis at the border. Avocado shortage. Orange man, bad. It's the only thing they have. There's going to be less avocados. (laughs) Meanwhile, people are literally dying. But, you know, what avocados? Yeah, I'm the asshole. You got me. Hey, you know, why why are you going to choose? I'm just. (laughs) You can both be assholes. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't. All we're asking is keep. You can put stupid little views in the game. That's fine. We just talked about this. You can have dumb shit like that, like Bioware did in the game. Racism bad. Yeah, we all know. But the point of that game isn't necessarily racism bad. It's look how diff- how far we've come. Okay? People have to stop. <laughs> you gotta stop. I guess people don't want their games to stand the test of time anymore, you know? <clears throat> Yeah, dude, nobody's going to get... Imagine if you played a game today that was like talking about Jimmy Carter. <laughs> yeah. you know who the fuck I'm talking about right now? Jesus Christ. I mean, Resident Evil 4 does it a little bit. Resident Evil 4 came out around 9-11 or after 9-11. And the little dude at one point even says like, ah, terrorist, amazing how, how much that word is overused nowadays. Right, and you play that game now, and if you don't remember when everyone was like terrorist, 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 this, terrorist, that, it kind of makes no fucking sense. But back then, it's like when people were saying terrorist all the time, it's like, well, what are you trying to say? I don't think they're really trying to say anything because it's Capcom. I don't know why a Japanese game developer would have any interest. It in- wasn't. It was the voice actor implementing his own bullshit, probably. Yeah. But still, I mean, point is, is like if you're born in the year 2003 and you're playing Resident Evil 4 as a throwback, you get to that and it's just kind of like, what? Like the dialogue makes no sense in relation to the game because no one fucking says terrorists in that game except for at that point in the game. So you're just kind of sitting there like, what do you mean overused? (laughs) I don't, I don't, whatever. I guess we'll go back to killing fucking zombies. Not zombies. Sorry. They're not zombies. They go out of their way to tell you that. <laughs> but that's a, I mean, my, it's a good example of the point I'm trying to make. You inject yeah, stupid course. little shit in the games like that. You do it too much. The whole game becomes kind of confusing and irrelevant, but you and do it tastefully. Relevant. You build your game around it and you don't make it parallel the real world and you get Bioshock <laughs> infinite. I, I don't, I don't, it's not really that hard of a concept. It's really not. I went to college. <laughs> I went to college. All right. So that's that's what's new in gaming. I'm sure there's more, but uh, who gives a fuck? You know, it's the same shit. Microtransactions here and microtransactions here. And this game gets delayed. It's kind of a slow. It's, a dr- it's the dry season of gaming. You know, Rage 2. And then after that, I don't know what. I shouldn't say well, who gives a fuck. I mean, everyone gives a fuck. This is electronic well, gaming. Mostly. The thing we're, is here like, the, we're here for the <laughs> games mostly. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, 
we're going to have E3 coming up. So it's always dry around E3 because that's when you get all your game announcements for whatever comes in the last two quarters of this year or the beginning two quarters of next year, right? Like, and, and then you'll get those Hail Marys that are coming out at the end of next year. Yeah. But like, that's, that's where we're at right now. We're at that point where we got a couple hair Hail Marys that are sitting at the end of the year that we know about. And then like, we don't know because it hasn't been, <laughs> hasn't been announced yet. You know? Yeah. I mean, I can scroll through my news feed here and see if there's anything that sticks out. <clears throat> this is about Ray's the time real that... name reportedly revealed in the Star Wars Episode Nine leak. Okay, let's skip that. <laughs> Outer Wilds will be a timed Epic Game Store exclusive. Like, I'm mm. tired of seeing that. <laughs> X Game is Epic Store exclusive every fucking day. It's something new. Moving on, George R. R. Martin. A little sad with what HBO have done to Game of Thrones. No, he's not. That's a lie. Quote, the series has been dot, 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 not completely faithful. I'm yeah, gonna say that, that doesn't mean he's sad about it. I'm going to read he's that just saying later. It's not faithful to the books. How can they be? The books are, you, you know, you'd have to have a TV show that runs like a hundred fucking seasons. Are you kidding me? If you had every little thing in the book. Of course, he's talking. He's talked about this many times. They're just changing characters sometimes. You know, he said that Peter Baelish in the show doesn't have a lot of friends. Peter Baelish in the book has a lot of friends because they everybody trusts Littlefinger. You know, that's the whole point of it. Yes, of course. Oh wow! Here, PC Gamer, the biggest PC gaming stories of the week, all in one article. Wow. <laughs> Let's see. Riot employees walk out. EA reexamines game launches. Ghost Recon breakpoints revealed. And Chris plays the loot. Jesus fuck, who cares? <laughs> the loot. <laughs> the pressure to constantly update games is pushing the industry to a breaking point. Well, I had to stop going to our games because it was just a jerk fest about who is doing. Other realm is actively investigating that. workplace complaints. Yes, we get it. Game developers have a lot of fucking crunch time, and it's fucking bullshit. The current climate right now for people on Reddit, at least, is uh act like being some kind of like not really activist but more like slacktivist on hey the industry needs to unionize even though they're not in the industry uh i've never in my life can you imagine that imagine the job you work at all of you viewers right now imagine the job you work at or or whatever imagine if you don't have a job imagine any job I'll give you I'll give you the random one if you don't have a job. Let's say like uh <laughs> let's say like uh just something basic like a sales manager or something, whatever you do. And then people that aren't in in that job, people that know nothing about that job, they're not a part of it. Like they their only connection to it is that they're affected by it a little bit. Like let's say you're a grocery store clerk and the person who comes in and buys fruits and vegetables starts going you should unionize you should unionize let's let's go talk to and they don't just say that to you they start trying to like get it to happen like they're well, the I ones mean, the that are trying to get it to happen the developers i don't know if they want to unionize but <clears throat> they're definitely not happy with workplace conditions i mean that's how that's all this shit starts bitches 
Oh, look, I get it, man. Like, it's way too much fucking work and no, it's way too bullshit. much pressure. They get, play, they get paid good fucking money for they it. They get paid okay money and it's they're basically working That's not freelance. true at all. What do you mean? Like, well, look at everybody. money to you? Everybody that works at Blizzard lives in Redding, California. You can't afford to live there. You know what the cost of living is there? It's fucking ridiculous. They make good money because you you can't be a game developer in the industry today and just be some fucking nobody. You got to be really lucky to be some nobody with like a high school diploma or less and get into the games industry. Well, we you see people all like, the time who uh, make these fucking bullshit games and make shitty development decisions. We talk about well, it all the time. <laughs> of course. Okay. ITT tech game development. Right. They got their ITT tech college bullshit. I'm just saying, like, you have to go to school for it. You're expected to go to school or have experience to get in these jobs these days. So th that you already have that going on. So whenever you take a job where that's kind of the expected thing, I, I feel like you really shouldn't be complaining too much about the conditions because the whole reasoning for you to do the schooling in the first place is because you wanted a job that pays more money. And I'm sorry for these people that don't understand it, but there's, there's well, three I got a little bit of a different take life. on this because I've I've well, worked at companies course, that yeah, are really I shitty know. to their employees, and you don't always Listen, have a choice. I mean, you get a, all these people. An exception wait, 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 wait. That's an exception. No, to these the people, I, I I would be willing to bet that most people who go into game development get into it because they like video games and they want to make them, and not really just because of money. Maybe not. Maybe not anymore. Well, I would say most. But yeah, probably most. The thing they is, like is, they they get like in theory in their mind they want to make a game you know they see these behind the scenes things of the game and developments like that looks like a fun workplace to so watch movies like grandma's boy it's like that looks like a lot of fun and then they get there and it's fucking just a nightmare because i did the same thing i was like yeah i want to make games and then i, well, I figured it out in college that it's no fucking fun making games so well, that's that's on them for being fucking naive about it and not researching shit you don't just grab a chainsaw and go out in the woods and say, I'm going to fucking cut down logs for a living. Well, you got to I mean, know Imagine you go into this place and like for, you know, let's, uh, I mean, Anthem is kind of an extreme example, but like, let's say it's not quite as bad as Anthem development, but you get in there and because of shitty management, you kind of work for years with no real progress. And then towards the end, they make you work 80, hundred hour work weeks to get the game on time. And then you're fucking stuck there with all this fucking bullshit on your plate because of shitty management who really aren't doing anything except for coming in every now and then and being like, yeah, let's keep the flying, I guess. I mean, get a job at and a different get, fucking game development. Right. But the, it's, if you look at all of them, they're all kind of like this. I disagree. I, I disagree. Like we only, there's, there's so many publishers. There's, oh my God, the, the list of developers is ridiculous, but there's so many out there that you never hear about. Right, like you, you never hear about them, but when you do you're hear about, about them, it's like ten percent of the dev groups out there. That's all you ever hear about. It's not like it's all of them. I think I think the concept is skewed, where people think that this is the standard. I don't think it's the standard at all. I think Absolutely it is not. I disagree. If it was so bad, game developers would have already done something about it. You're, you're well, when are they going to find the time? They're not finding. Would, they're no, trying to do something about, about it. They're trying to do something about it because they don't have anyone to fight for them. So that's why I disagree. They're trying disagree. to unionize. How are you gonna? No, the whole point of a union is that you have control over the person that's supposed to have control over you. That's first of all. That's why unions are stupid. It gives the power 
to the employees instead of the employer, which the problem there is the employer is in that position because he's educated and knows how to fucking handle that position. Not everybody can run a fuck can captain a ship. So you don't have the crew in charge of the ship. You got to have a captain. If you put the crew in charge, they're going to be making stupid fucking decisions. Well, it's not fucking wartime. They're making a video game. The whole point of unions is to when there's shitty working conditions, because this is the same thing that happened back in the industrial revolution. Because now the point I'm making is new. It's a new industry, right? So they just kind of like that, though. It kind of evolves into, well, this is what we need to do to get make the game. So I guess we're just kind of. We're going to do it this way. We're going to hire all these people that we need and then probably release 90% you, of them at the end of the game. Why didn't you make a union instead of just leaving man vapes? Because I didn't have the time or energy? Because nobody, because would other people didn't feel the same as you did? Yeah, they did. I mean, why even stay at a shitty place? What would you prefer to keep working at a, at a shitty place like that with, with shitty bosses that you know make shitty no, decisions? No, I looked for a new job for two or, and a half or, years or and better, couldn't find one you, more rather have a different job i mean I'd rather what, have a different better alternative so that's my point is that if you have right, but i'm not fucking passionate about mad vapes if i've been playing fucking i don't know bioware games my whole life it's like oh shit bioware wants to hire me and then i get there and it's a fucking shit show no that's bullshit that's the price you pay if you're passionate about working at bioware and you go there and it's a shitty place uh, sorry like <laughs> that's that's the reality i don't, know. I don't see anything wrong with people wanting to change workplace standards when they suck yeah, that's fine, but I don't think unions is the right way to do it. Well, maybe not, but I mean, what else do you, are they going to do? Like, hey, talk boss, I got fucking boss. People right, you're fired. Fucking bosses. Okay, well then find a different fucking job. And and when uh, yeah, half the, the fucking, and then when half the developers do that, guess what? You don't have now. You don't have a fucking development team. Right, and then all those people all are going to work extra hours because they're not going to fucking hire new people, or they are going to hire new people in fucking Korea. Because they're okay with it. the point is it's a choice. If they want to stay there and keep working those extra hours, that's their fucking choice. And you're trying to take that away from them. Whereas these people are saying it's a shitty work experience, but that's their opinion. So not everybody's the same fucking person. Some people can go out and cut down trees all day long and go home and be happy with it. Other people can cut down trees for an hour and say, fuck this. This is a shitty work environment. That's just the way it is. But if you try to create some kind of regulation or some kind of union or something like that, all you're really doing is creating a block of people that now have control over everybody that works there and institutes. The, like, what if there's people that at the uh, the whole the problem with the whole argument is is based off of these poor people that work there and they don't like their working conditions, but they don't have anywhere else to go. Well, what about these poor people that work there but love the working conditions and now you want to change that? Like, that's. That's the point is that there are choices. There are better developers out there that don't have. Well, look, I mean, people throw around the word choices like it's a thing like. Yeah, there's there's a choice, but it's not a good fucking choice. It's like go and be unemployed and you can't support your family or keep working in this shitty environment. It's fucking game developers. There's people that are pumping out games with like two to three fucking people making the video game and And they they sell like fucking hotcakes. Bullshit. They don't get paid for. I'm talking about indie developers. The fucking guy who made Stardew Valley is a goddamn multimillionaire. Yeah, now that he made the game. Yeah. There's plenty of fucking indie games where they work for nothing and do it because they want to, and then it makes nothing. Barely. Not if it's worth anything in terms of, like, you're talking about games that are just fucking trash. Like, that's completely different. Like, if if somebody makes a game... If three game developers quit, like, a studio at, like, DICE, and then make their own game, and it comes out and it's trash and makes no money, they don't deserve to make money on it. They made a shit trash game. 
But if if they're so fucking good at what they do and their work environment is so terrible, get together and make their own fucking studio. This whole shit where like they got to take over a studio now with a union is ridiculous. Make your own studio. It's so easy to make video games these days because people accept anything. It doesn't have to be a multi-million dollar game to be successful. It can be some 8-bit piece of shit and people will play. Jesus fucking Christ. People play the fuck out of Fortnite and that game's garbage. Okay? You can't make the argument to me for a second that games like Minecraft and shit. Like that guy built that game on Java. <laughs> and he never even updated he's like the fucking the textures in that game were were fucking like temporary textures. Well, I'm just saying, like I've, I I feel never for him because I'm him. in the same position. Like I feel like I could do a lot more, but every time you try to get another job, it's like, well, that's do you have experience? Did you go to school for position. it? Yeah, but I could no, that's be different. No, I, could, it, I went to school not, for creative shit. Oranges is my point. Your your not job really. currently is completely different. You, you're working for somebody where you don't really have that much of an uh, of an option to go anywhere else with with a couple like like if you and a couple of disgruntled employees that work there were like this sucks man these work conditions suck you couldn't just get together and make your own company that does the same thing there's a, there's too much that goes into that right and that's the same I'm talking thing about game, game developers specifically that's not true you can I mean yeah it is there's a lot more to making a game successful i mean there there can be a good game that's just not successful and that doesn't mean it doesn't make money sure, but it's I not guess. enough to fucking live off of especially if you need more people and you need like a whole team like sure there are people that make simple games with two people but i don't know man i I can't (laughs) if you work at blizzard right now if you're any developer at blizzard and you reach out and contact a couple streamers or something like that and just start talking to them they're gonna immediately talk to you because you work at blizzard and you have now built a network with them to where if you ever go off and build a fucking video game you can just phone those guys up and say, right, but hey, you ever think like there's game. people that are like really good at coding or something and coding games or animating games, but they're not very good at, I don't know, networking, not very good at running a business, yeah, not very good at managing money. Problem. That's not I, my problem. What do you want to take care of them because they're fucking inept? No, I like, just think that workplaces shouldn't fucking exploit their employees. And I don't even mean like that's not working all, 80 that's hour exactly weeks. what a workplace is, is exploiting employees. It's the whole point. Exploit their fucking labor. Yeah, that's how that doesn't mean works. it's right. Yeah, but there's a limit. Like it's not black and white. There's a fucking gray area there. Like I work forty hours a week. Is my yes, time? There is a gray area. Exploited? Like yeah, I guess in a way. Yes, there's but a gray area. But I also get a good there, amount of vacation time. Why there shouldn't time. be fucking unions in fucking video games? Because not every development situation is going to be the same. Not every developer situation. Look, is I'm be not same. saying I agree with unions. All I'm saying is it's kind of fucked up that a lot of these companies treat their employees this way, and they don't feel like there's anything that they can do other than fucking unionize. I'm just saying that they, that's wrong. There Obviously, they feel like that's the only thing they can do at this point. I mean, you don't even know how many people tried to get shit changed and just, all right, well, see you never. You're fired. <laughs> like, I mean, that's what are you the gonna way do? the world Plus, works. Plus, I mean, a lot of these game developers, they hire a, a lot of their fucking employees just for one project. So right, what the so fuck like, are they going to do? Are so they going like, to sit there okay. and try to get shit changed? Or are they just going to wait till the project's over and then move on? I think the problem with this kind of argument is that people don't, approach things like you're you're arguing for the case of the developer and only the developer you don't see it from the the business owner side at all imagine i you you employ me to come work at your house and and fix shit in your house like your plumbing whatever anything uh, subfloor any problems that you have in your house i come and work in them and i work there for a while and you pay me and i get paid and everything's fine sometimes i have to stay a little late or something but you know it's fine because it, it's not like 
I pass you in a hallway and tip my hat and we never talk to each other. It's it, you know, I'm your employee in that regard. But then I'm like, these fucking work conditions suck. And instead of ever coming to you as a person and saying, Hey man, can I get like water during the day? Or can I take, get an extra break? Or maybe can I stop being held over late because my wife wants me to come home late instead of doing that? I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get together with these other five guys that work here and we're going to get the government involved and bully this motherfucker into now this guy has to do whatever we say with his fucking house. Right, well, that's now, what I'm saying is these people now, like, go and fucking house. talk to these people about, can I get some water? And they just fucking say, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll note that. Can and then fucking an they go and they go and talk to yeah i mean look at anyone who's reported on this shit i mean that's all i have to go that's by i'm not fucking, she said though i mean well, what else do we just, have to go by like you don't fucking the, know the shit that the you other guy done the research said? the shit the other guy says right you believe the guy who's like oh well we never got any complaints in our fucking comment bin i guess we'll have to do we'll have to do an investigation like, whatever man like you fucking know Either you're incompetent because you don't know what the fuck is going on under your own roof, or you don't give a shit and you're an asshole. <laughs> but it's your house. I sh it shouldn't matter what the fucking people coming to your house Right, think and then it. you end up with a fucking shit show like Anthem, and now EA is like, huh, maybe we should change shit. But you're not but understanding only the happened. point I'm making. If I come to your house and I start demanding that you change things at your house, fuck that. I need to fuck off because it's your house. If I don't like it, I should be the one fucking off. You're not some asshole because you run your house a certain way or your house is a certain way or your living conditions are a certain way. That's what you and your wife are used to. For me to tell you how to fucking handle that situation, that's complete. Now, I'm the asshole for trying to tell you how to do shit. And if I don't like the way it's done, I can fuck off. That's my only real fucking option. But no, people want to be like, no, there should be some kind of the government should get involved, get the police involved or something like that. What are you talking about? Just because you pay me money? No, that's not how it works. That's not part of the con. Whenever you get a contract deal with somebody by by being becoming an employer, there's no deal where it's like you're going to love this at all times. And, and what you're perfect. describing is exactly what happened with with Anthem. A lot of people fucked off. Good, but that's like, what that's how you change shit. If I keep telling people who come Jesus. to my fucking house to fuck off, eventually there's going to be no one left to fuck off. And that's and your my problem. Shit's not, right. And it's their fucking problem. Yeah. This is not a good thing no, for the no. industry. It's not my problem. It's your problem. And that makes you, that's either going to kick, that's either going to no, remove you. No, it is your problem the, because you're no, never going to get anything done. No, it's not because it's going to remove you from the industry or you're going to change your fucking ways. One or the other. There's no middle ground where like, right. You just but with everyone just bullshit. either fucking off or continuing to keep their nose down, nothing ever changes. It took a fucking news yeah. article and undercover shit and people trying to do something about it to get EA to maybe kind of consider possibly changing something in the future. It doesn't take a news article to do that. It takes the employees getting together and doing something about it. Right. You know, like if, if half your employees come together, they, they don't need to unionize. If they just, it's half your employers get together and they're like, Hey, we want a meeting. What? Uh, there's about 300 of us and 250 of us want a meeting to talk about some stuff. Okay. Yeah, but you and read the, about the fucking incompetence that the, was going on. They couldn't even make a decision about the game, let alone a decision about changing shit mid-development. That's a management situation, though. Yeah. That's, that's whatever. <laughs> that's not working conditions. I mean... I mean, it's it's different when you work in a creative thing and you put time and effort into something that you, you really like and you're like, man, I really want to see see this through to the end, but I also I fucking hate my life. For him. Don't feel sorry for him. It's one of the biggest reasons why I'll never work for a publisher. Don't feel sorry for him. Because the, the alternative is be your own fucking boss 
or you just have it's to not that's that the, easy, that's though. the way the world is i know it's not that easy but that's the way the world is you work for somebody else they get to make the decisions otherwise you work for yourself or you're in charge like it's not like that guy woke up he was born slapped on the ass and somebody tattooed management on his back he got there by busting his fucking ass no he probably got there by knowing someone let's be honest oh come on yeah my wife knew someone is that what you're going to tell me like that no i knew your wife <laughs> yeah well some people do get Look, where someone who's been looking for like jobs that. consistently for years and years and years you're lucky to even get someone to respond with a no let alone a yes unless you well, know someone you know to be fair that was when obama was in office <laughs> <laughs> Just, just saying, maybe I'm just a little bit slightly more compassionate than you, but I, I, I don't see a solution for these fucking people. And I'm not saying um, unionizing is the solution, but I don't agree with companies exploiting their fucking workers. I don't Sorry. disagree with you. or You're certainly more compassionate about it. I just don't believe in applying emotion to it because when it comes to it, a business is a, is a privately owned thing. It's no different than the house that you own or the car that you own and having somebody come into it and tell you what to do with it is bullshit. Yeah, but I, in order know, to keep that afloat, to have to fucking imagine do something how raging it would be to have somebody come to your home and tell you how to live and what to do with your home that you own. That's just that's such an enraging concept. Like it's a, it's a very how dare you situation. Like it, people used to kill each other over that shit. Okay, <laughs> the only thing that separates us now from back then is laws and the government. So now the government can get involved with it and do the same thing. So, you know, I get it that, yes, it's not good for things, but I, I my viewpoint on this is it is good because if, if everybody leaves, we need more people to walk out like they did with Bioware. Oh, it's right now. It's riot, riot games. Sorry, riot. We need more people to walk out like riot did employees did because that's either going to push those people out of business, which is good for the industry, or it's going to make those people shape up and do better next time, which is good for the industry. But the alternative where a union gets in control, I don't think that's good for the industry because you still have those shitty people. It's kind of like the racism thing. Everybody wants to force people like, like when somebody says something that's, uh, and I wouldn't say racist because that's not what it is. When somebody says something offensive and then a bunch of people come down on them and it's like, you need to apologize. You need to say this shit. You're really just covering it up. You're really just hiding it. You know, you can't, you can't just hide things like that. You can't. Well, let me get back to my earlier point. The reason that unions exist in certain industries like, you know, factories is because it's fucking dangerous. And when companies exploit their employees, people fucking die. So you needed oh, something course. drastic like a union. And you wouldn't think that game development is like that, but if a fucking doctor is telling these people like, hey, 120 hours is a little bit too much, you should fucking, you know, go home for a week. Like partially, yeah, sure. You know, it's more emotional than physical, but I tend to believe doctors because I'm not a fucking doctor. So if someone well, who went to school is, for 12 years to fucking know what they're talking about tells you something. with doctors is that they're going based off of, like you said, mental situations and I mean, listen, I don't pretend to know anything about bipolarism or, or anything that might be a serious mental issue, but stress is certainly not a fucking medical problem. Like jerk well, off is. or, or change your fucking life. I have no sympathy for, for pity points that people expect because 
they well, there's keep a difference between a stress situation. and extreme stress. I mean, I mean, it's a it's a fact that if you're way over stress, it can cause physical problems. Listen, man, and you I've wouldn't think that people, working in an office is enough to do that to someone, I've, but it, apparently it is. I know it's an extreme argument, but I've watched people like completely get off the grid and go out and live in the middle of fucking nowhere and like just make YouTube videos doing shit. And they're, they, they don't even need the income from YouTube. They just live off the fucking land. If somebody can go to that extreme to go from working in an office to saying, I'm not doing this anymore and go out in the woods and fucking survive. There's plenty of middle ground there where people can do anything towards that direction to better their life. I, I just don't believe that you're locked in where you are. It's the matrix thing. You're not locked into your cubicle for the rest of your life. I, I disagree with that. Well, you're that's there. how it feels to me personally. Well, you, keep, you personally, you keep your head down and don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to be noticed. I applied, for, I applied for two fucking promotions and didn't get them. Well, that's, that doesn't mean that you'd never, you'll never get promotions. Right, but and it's not the, in my control. I have to fucking wait for very particular jobs to open up before I can apply. So, And I don't have the money to even take a week off work on paid. So, yeah, I'm kind of fucking stuck. Well, I mean, let's look at, the, let, let's look at something that I don't think is really extreme. Let, let's say uh, maybe you don't like IT, you know, but it, it certainly wouldn't require you to go to college to learn IT. All right, right, it just takes a lot of money and a bunch of certifications to even get considered for a job, which is bullshit, by the way, because let me tell you a little story. Just last week, um, you know, I, I'm the guy who goes and runs the reports in, uh, I'm not going to say the name of the client, but I have to go into the client system and run a report every morning. It takes about two minutes. It's not a big deal. But my boss's boss wants someone else to do it. Like, okay, fine. So this person tries to log in, run a report. Turns out they can't work with the client, work with RIT for a month, trying to figure it out. Can't figure it out. I'm on the phone on a, on a conference call with the other person and a bunch of IT people from the client. And they're asking stupid questions like, uh, why is the loading symbol different? And I'm the one who's got to be like, yeah, it's, it, they changed the theme. Like when you change the theme, it changes the loading symbol. And like, Oh, well, man, if you, if, <laughs> if you, if you charge a dollar just to, every time to tell a person how to do that, He'd be a rich man and be like, are you fucking serious? Like, this is your system. I'm just in it. And then they're sitting there like, uh, what was the other thing? <laughs> there was another thing that was fucking ridiculous. It was the loading symbol. And then, I don't know, whatever. It was something That's else. IT is such oh, a glorified they tried, they tried to click on something and the loading symbol just stayed there loading forever. And they're like, why isn't this loading? I'm like, well, you notice that when they clicked, it said pop-up blocked, right? They got pop-up blocker on because you told them to run it in Chrome. Like, oh, okay. I'm like, these people are fucking IT. You're telling me I can't do this shit? It takes them a month and a half to figure out how to add an export button to someone's fucking profile and they don't even know that you could change themes in your system? If you want, And I'm the one who has to go out like, and get fucking certifications? Fuck that. If you want to go up in a company like Acosta, you gotta be... Don't say the name. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about my for my wife. My wife started working for that company and began fixing their problems almost immediately. They had situations where she was able to just look at something and go, well, this would be better like this. And she would make those suggestions and they would be put into play. And that's why, and one of the biggest reasons why she keeps climbing the ladder is because she befriends the higher up. Too many people in businesses, whether they work in retail or whether they work in corporate offices, are have this preconceived notion that the higher ups are assholes 
And so they never want to fucking communicate with them. They just want to keep their heads down. These are the people that never go anywhere. They stay in their cubicles forever because the people at the top, the only thing that's different about them from the people in the cubicles is that they're all talking to each other and being friends with each other. That's it. It's, it's literally just ass kissing. It's literally just ass kissing. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to and play the game, but on the one hand, I don't want to, I don't want to move up in doesn't. that direction because I don't want to fucking go to India for three weeks at a time. But you know, I, I met some guy in sales and he was like, yeah, well, you know, come down, give me your resume. So I did. And he was like, uh, yeah, you gotta, you know, if you want to move over to this department, you gotta, you know, you should apply for this and this. So yeah, I applied to two jobs and, uh, the first one they passed me up on because I said it would be too easy and they're hiring someone fresh with no experience and they want to save me for yeah, something yeah, else. They, they do that so then the time. second one, guess what? Four other people applied and guess who got the job? The person who know the, knew the person better than who I was. Yeah, that's all. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. But like, what am I supposed now. to do? Like their families are intermarried. Like I can't compete with that. Just, just keep <laughs> fucking putting in a resume every time something comes along. That's all you can do. You know, this, this kind of plays on the concept of like, the idea of the gender pay gap, the, one of the biggest reasons why women don't really go up is because they're not aggressive when it comes to asking for raises or trying to put in resumes for uh, better positions. Men, on the other hand, do it all the fucking time. And, you know, there's a lot of people in psychology that talk about how there are a very select group of people, like these people like Donald Trump, for example, because he's relative right now these people that make billions of dollars and they sleep for like four to four to three hours a day. They're up at 2 AM talking on the phone to people. They're just always fucking doing work. It's, it's like a mental, it's almost like a mental disability they have where they have a drive to just want to always be working. Like my wife comes home from work and she has this a little bit. I think she comes home from work and she wants to work and work and work. She just, she's always got her laptop at home. I don't know how many times that the day's over with and she's still looking at her emails. We'll be watching a movie and like a short period in the movie comes up and she'll pull up her phone and look at her emails. It's like, you don't even work today. It's the weekend. Most people would go, I'm not fucking doing that. I put that down. The average person goes i'm not doing work i'm I'm the average person i know i i fucking try as when i i do no work whenever i possibly can do no work yeah well i'm the same way if it's something i don't give a shit about but but i I put a lot of work in my free time into streaming which is what i I actually want to do that's a hobby but if you could you know if a hobby can become your job that's i wouldn't i wouldn't play this many fucking video games if uh i wasn't (laughs) if i didn't have an end goal you know no (laughs) what would you do with your time uh, probably learn to code or something. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, Hey, that's what I'm doing. I mean, but like, I, again, that's I, part I of the process fucking, of what I was talking about. I can't about. fucking pay $10,000 to go to school for eight weeks and then fucking, Oh, well, there's someone better than you anyway. So whatever. No, <laughs> but, and this might not be relative specifically to your case, but there's a lot of people out there that say the same thing you just did. And then they get their paycheck and they pay their bills and then their extra hundred to three hundred dollars, you know, they might spend on even when they factor in their bills for like food, they might buy more lavish types of food instead of buying shit that college kids might eat and then saving all that extra money and putting it in their bank. I mean, how many times do you have to save three hundred dollars on a paycheck to get to ten thousand dollars? It's it's not that a lot crazy. 
no, it's not really a lot. It, it just seems like a lot. It's but many years of work, and that's if you have $300 left over at the end. Right, but I'm making the point that most people don't have $300 left over because they overspend. That the, my, my major point, and it, it's a bit of an asshole point, but it's the truth, and it's real, is that people don't really want it. Something you really want, you're going to constantly... Like like the video game things, you really want to be a streamer. So you come home and you do it every fucking day. You work to make your stream better. You you'll you'll take those moments to try harder on something like that and 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 make sure that the stream quality is good or or that the overlay is done and ready to go for your next, you know, whatever. But if people applied that same kind of passion to just something like saving money, like honey, we're not gonna eat we're not going to buy this shit anymore. We're not going to buy this shit anymore. We're not going to buy this anymore. We're going to drink fucking bottled water. Or, you know, we're going to buy like a fucking filter and we're going to filter tap water. We're going to eat fucking ramen noodles. For the record, and I, do all that. I don't like go that. as low as ramen because I still kind of care about my health. Whatever. You know, whatever. I'm just saying <laughs> we eat ramen noodles. We're going to eat the cheapest stuff. We're going to make sure we eat the cheapest shit. Like when we go grocery shopping, we're going to look at the cheapest shit and buy it. it may not taste as good, but we're going to buy it. You know, I love lasagna. I love pizza, but we're going to never get that again until we save up this $10,000 so that I can go to school for that. I'm just saying like there are people out there that could absolutely do that. I'm not saying your case specifically, but there are people out there that can absolutely do that, but they don't because they'd rather spend that extra little money, that extra $60 on a new video game, or they'd rather spend, you know, that 15 to 20 bucks on, uh, you know, Burger King or McDonald's or not McDonald's because that's super cheap, but or a pizza hut. Or, or something like that. Because, McDonald's is more expensive than lasagna. Just saying. You could probably maybe. make lasagna for like 15 bucks uh, and that'll let you eat for a week. McDonald's, I, I can get three cheeseburgers and McDonald's for yeah, $3. Three pussy cheeseburgers. How many can you eat in one sitting? I can eat about eight. I could eat five, but three <laughs> will actually hold me over. So that's two extra dollars to go towards my savings. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just making a point. So how many times do you have to, uh, like it's just just consider let's say you get two hundred dollars right uh how many times do you need two hundred to get to ten thousand five hundred fifty that's fifty paychecks you sure you sure you did the math right there yeah ten thousand divided by divided by two hundred is fifty 50 paychecks. That's how many times 200 goes into 10,000. That's 50 paychecks that you would have to save. Yeah, it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen in a month, but it's a long-term goal. It's going to take a year if you get two paychecks uh, a, a month. Uh, well, it's going to take two years. It would be you get paid every two, two years. Weeks. Yeah. So now what about $300? Maybe you get $300 extra, right? How many times? How many? Like how many? Like it's just simple shit like that. It really doesn't. People really don't equate things until they put it in numbers. That's thirty three. Hell, that's all. That's almost. That's a little bit over two years. It's not bad. And you you couple in tax returns, anything like that that you can. I mean, it's completely doable if people really wanted to do it. Now that's that's we're talking about IT where you have to get certified. There's a lot of things where you don't have to get certified. You don't have to get certified to learn how to program and then just program shit because 
you know, when you're talking about video game construction or something like that, you're really talking about something as simple as a portfolio. You know, that's that's what's going to get you somewhere as a portfolio. You know, think about you think about how many Working people work at Blizzard right now because they were really good artists and would put in, you know, submissions to fan art and shit like that. And now they're hired at Blizzard. That's a that's a reality. There are plenty of people that work as concept artists and things like that at Blizzard because they were parts of the community for video games that Blizzard made. And they did these amazing artwork and Blizzard saw that and was like, listen, we want to give you a job. There are good companies out there that will give you those foots in the door. There's also internshipping that, that some of these companies do and shit yeah, like not that. Not everyone can afford to work for free. Listen, I get it. I'm just saying. I'm not talking about everyone. I'm talking about these options exist for people. Okay. There, there are people out there with two fucking jobs. Like and people are going to sit here and, and whine over one. Like that's what people are telling me. There's people out there with two fucking jobs that come home from one. They go to the fucking other one and they get zero free time because they're, and they're working towards a major goal. And then I'm supposed to feel some pity for a game developer that sits in front of a computer and does what I can only imagine is something that he enjoys doing. It's not like he's working, you know, behind a fucking cash register. He's working in the video game industry. He probably gets to play the fucking game earlier than anybody else. He's got connections in the video game industry. You know, think about how many people stream on Twitch right now and they are only there because they had connections in the video game industry. Oh, these people just have no ambition. That's the problem. If you, if I worked at Blizzard, doesn't matter what position I had. If I worked at Blizzard, you know how much easier it would to be a streamer. Hey guys, streaming, streaming myself on the way to work to Blizzard headquarters today. Okay, we're going in the front door. Watch out, we can't look over there. All right, this is my office. This is where I sit doing my shitty janitor job. We're gonna go mop the floor in uh, in Sam Didier's office. You know, see if oh, check out all that cool stuff. Hey Sam, how's it going? You know, just like that's immediately made on twitch boom you immediately are made this guy's fucking streaming from blizzard headquarters this guy's fucking streaming from 2k that's just an example of of something like the, well i'm just saying i from ex experience i know what it's like to be fucking stuck in a situation because i've been trying to get out of it for 10 years i just don't think it's a fair experience though because yours is different you are working in shitty jobs whereas game development is pretty fucking glorious i mean you don't you don't go to college for programming and then bitch that you're a programmer working for a company. Like no, if the but I mean, the I really liked vaping, and then over time, it's uh, really it's not because, like I said, it's not a black and white thing. I mean, they might be in the midst of the gray area, right, where they're doing something they love but constantly getting shit on. Yeah, but you went to work for a vape company in North Carolina. I'm sure there's a lot of good vape companies out there that don't treat their people like shit. I mean, you're you're talking about one experience. Well, yeah, I mean, people kind of do what they do based on their life experience. I mean, trust me, if I could change it, I would, but I can't. I'm just saying there's no reason to assume that every every game developer is No, the but same I way. see like, this situation and I like I get it because I feel like I've kind of been there. Yeah, it's not sure. exactly and if the, the developers want to do if, if the people that work for those game developers want to do something, that's fine. Uh I'm not against that. I don't think unions are the proper way to do it. I think there are definitely better uh 
better alternatives to it that they could get together and storm their heads together about because i think most developers or not developers but most bosses will listen to employees i think people are just afraid to approach them because they have this you know fear that they're going to get fired or something or whatever you know they probably would it's one thing to have a lot of these places even do like suggestion boxes i mean and shit. I, i've i fucking had no problems going to my boss and telling him about fucking problems and how to fix them and shit but uh got fired yeah but they were douchebags right right so you're EA talking about mili- you're talking about millions of people and you're basing it off of your experience with it's all what, i have to go on people? well it's a shitty thing to go on because it, like how many game developers are are complaining that's the problem right so you got to look at anytime Most it comes people to people live like, in quiet desperation. I disagree. No, I absolutely disagree. I don't know about that. <clears throat> I think most people enjoy where they are in terms of their job. Even the shitty ones. I think there's a lot of people that like shitty jobs because that's what they do. And that's what they know. And it, you know, they're proud about it. They got some kind of weird pride for it. I don't think uh, so. I think most of them you just never hear about because they've resigned to uh, this is my lot in life and I'll be dead soon. Well, I mean, what's the alternative? Picking fucking berries in the forest? I mean... Yeah, wasn't that your argument? Pretty cushy comparative to that. You mean to tell me you can go work for somebody and do a quarter of the thing you'd have to do surviving in nature? Not even a quarter? Like... If you work, if you like, if your job is working in some kind of factory where you're like on a farm and you got to put the eggs in the egg cartons, like that's, what is that compared to doing everything necessary to survive in the jungle? Like building a house. What's your point? I mean, mean, I'm in the position I'm in now and I'm not going to say I'm unhappy with where I am, but. Like, I, I, I don't want to be doing it forever, you know? So, yeah, I'd rather be where I am than picking fucking berries in the forest. But that doesn't mean that I'm just going to be happy with what I got. I'm not saying be happy with what you got. I'm saying put it in perspective. You know, I, I don't think every job is the same. And that being a game developer is is not some difficult thing. It's like voice actors complaining because they got to talk too much. That's literally what you fucking do. They they make us sit there and talk way too long in in our voices. I mean, that's what you do. Why did you become a voice actor if you don't want to fucking talk all the time and do voices and shit? I want to only have to do it for two hours straight, and then I want to go home. Well, Jesus fucking Christ, princess! Two hours out of the fucking day? You fucking kidding? I get that there's shit where like uh, you can actually fuck up your vocal cords and shit. Sure, okay. Don't work for that asshole again. You know, <laughs> there's an idea. Well, they did. Hey. That's exactly what they did. And then they hired other people. <laughs> Whatever. That's the way it works, man. You you go into a place and somebody's going to be willing to fuck it. The- Listen, it's, it's, it's not. <laughs> so you, you're a voice actor and you go to work for somebody and they overwork you and you're starting to lose your voice and you say, I can't do this. And they're like, well, you have to. And you say, well, listen, let me tell you something. I'm quitting because you're not giving me a proper amount of rest and recovery time for my voice. And I'm not going to lose my voice and my career for you. 
So fuck off. And then you leave. And then some, oh, but somebody else is just going to come take that position. That's okay. Because that guy's going to either do the same or he's going to fuck up his career forever by blowing his fucking lyrics out. Okay. That's, it's not your problem what this guy does. And then this guy's eventually going to go out of business because everybody that keeps coming to him keeps either fucking losing their career or quitting because they don't get the time. You don't have to unionize. Guess what? You can get together with your other voice actors and, and make complaints. To people without creating some kind of arbitrary union that uses the government as a fucking leverage tool it doesn't need to exist there are other ways to handle the yeah, problem well, unfortunately like i i agree with the union thing i don't think there needs to be unions for most things but when you talk about a group of people getting together to talk to their employers that's kind of what a union is well, what do you need the union for once the changes have been made well, you don't but like once you get a group of people together and like that's basically what it is. Yes, nowadays. a union is a group of people, but for but in, in with the added difference that it doesn't go away, it becomes a club. It's not just a group of people. It's not like a group of people. It's similar to it, but it's not. You get a group of people to come together and say, "Listen, uh, management, we don't like the conditions, and something needs to be done, or we're taking our work elsewhere, and we're more than half of the people that work for you." So, good luck with that. And then over here on the other side is a union where they say, listen, we, we have the same, same exact statement, but now we have the government at our back. You have to do it no matter what. And then that, then the guy changes the policy in both of these situations, changes the policy, but in the situation with the union, the union doesn't go away and it just becomes this giant fucking monster in the games industry. Everybody like, it's not a fucking surprise to people that unions are only negative. Like people have this idea that no unions are great. No, they're not. They're, well, I mean, they sometimes, go. They get out of sometimes they are. Like my brother-in-law is part of a carpenters union, and it's different for him. Like the union is how he guarantees work because it's New York, and for a lot of the year there's no fucking work. So if you're Listen, just out on your own and you're a carpenter, you'll never get a fucking job. But that's this, true, especially in New York. But, but he goes into the union and they say, okay, we'll you know help you get set up with unemployment and all this and. You know, you pay money and they provide a service, right? It's not so much about working conditions with your employers because that's well, not listen, really I a problem think, anymore. But I think this is very similar to the concept of state and local laws versus federal government laws. Things are different in New York than they are in Wyoming. You don't need a, a fucking union in Wyoming, but you probably need one in New York because there's so many fucking carpenters. Whereas in Wyoming, there's not that many. So to just say across the board that we need to start, you know, the gaming communities to come together, which is what's happening and, and get these guys unionized. Like, does Blizzard need a union? Like, I don't hear them complaining. Nobody at Blizzard is fucking complaining. Do they need to be unionized? Like, I don't, I don't think that you need a union for everything because the problem is the people that become in charge of the union aren't the workers. It's these fucking union rats that, you know, Oh, what do you do? I run a union. That's your job? Yep. I run a union. Oh, well, I guess it's your best interest to keep the union always fucking, you know, relative, right? I mean, it, it's really a, a slippery slope argument, I think. But, you know, I think if developers want to get together and have a walkout or something like that, like with Riot did, I think that's great. I think if they want to get together and discuss 
something with their employers that's great i, I just don't think well, i mean i can't speak for unionizing game all developers of the game development because i don't work in the fucking industry but right just can you just fucking respect your employees and then it won't be a fucking problem you got to realize that people have lives you know like expecting well, sure. them to work 100 hours a week that's a little much in my opinion sure but that's really an issue with uh the gaming community now isn't it because the yeah, gaming well, community expects a game to come out <laughs> at a certain period of time see it, it's really funny that the gaming community are the ones bitching about a union needing to exist and ironically they're the ones creating the work environment like that because there is such a demand for the game to come out sooner you know you look at a game like star citizen look how much people well, in i don't the know game... i think people have always kind of said i know we've said and other people that are on the well, interwebs they're willing to wait for a better game i mean when someone when something gets delayed no one really comes out and says but that's oh, not fuck true this the majority. fucking game no, that's not true of the majority. Look at Star Citizen and how much shit it constantly gets about how it's still in development. Like people, okay, well, people that Star Citizen, it's kind of a meme at this point because it's been in development for so long. But like you say that something's going to be delayed a year, like a Final Fantasy VII, right? Yeah, people yeah. are already bitching about that. Well, they're not bitching. It's just in the news because they finally said something about it. Yeah, but I but think that's everyone my point. Would be that's my point is they tease it. And then people just go on for year after year after year complaining, where's the game? Where's the next trailer? Where's the game? Just shut up and wait for it. So you got these developers going, well, we got to get this shit out. We got to get this shit out. Because everything is driven by market shares and how well the company is doing. And, and if the company is not doing good, that means it's because people aren't interested in it. When it comes to marketing, it's all about interest. When you put a game out there and you say, look oh, at this again, new game In a coming. situation like Anthem, it's a fucking mismanagement. You're fucking hyping a game before it's done. You're releasing a quote gameplay demo when it's not even the game. It's just well, to a be demo. Fair, it's not that it wasn't done. It's that they had to fucking restart it. You know, that needs to. Well, that's no, I'm a, talking that's specifically about the E3 demo where they put that little disclaimer up. This is in game footage, right? And then the game comes out and that's not in the fucking game. What's not in the game? Like when the, <laughs> the E3 demo, he's like walking through uh, Fort Tarsus and there's like the. The ATAT looking thing, fucking walking in the background, people coming up and talking to you, and people oh. pick up missions differently. And it's the yeah, same well, thing that happened with Halo 2. In game footage, they mean like it's running on the engine. No, yeah. Well, first of all, cinematic. people need to stop fucking believing that when <laughs> it doesn't say gameplay. I think people need to understand the differences in terminology. People Well, they don't always use to... this. I think Anthem actually did say gameplay. But some of them know. don't. Some of them just say in engine. This is in engine. Look at Konami and Kojima. This is a great example of how the fan base causes these problems. You know, uh, Kojima keeps going on and on about trailer after trailer. And what it, what I was there during Metal Gear Solid 5's development. Even the subreddits that were pro Kojima, all they would ever do is say, When's the game coming out? Give us a trailer. Give us a, give us a release date. When's the release date? Now, on the on the the surface, that may look fine to you. Like, yeah, but how is that getting to Konami? Think about these pieces of shit that email companies all the fucking time. These people exist. They're constantly emailing companies. The same people that email somebody's sponsors or something like that. These people fucking exist. Emailing Konami. When, when's the next? When's the, even just like there are fucking mouth breathers out there that just like I'm going to type an email to Konami. Dear Konami. 
can we get a release date on Mountain Charlotte 5, please? Just and then you got some fucking ham over at Konami that goes, listen, we're getting emails out of the ass. And people are on the subreddit. They're talking about the release date constantly. We got to do something about the release date. And then they go to Kojima and they're like, listen, we need a release date. Kojima's like, no, 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 no. The game's got to be perfect. We're not going to, there's, there's no release date. Well, I think there's I mean, two successful ways to do this kind of thing. Either you do Apex Legends where, hey, here's a game. When's it going to be out? You asked today. It's out right now. Or you do what Capcom's been doing for years and you go radio silent. Or you announce it that you're making it to get people to shut the fuck up. And then you shut your fucking mouth and work on the game for a couple of years. And then you're like, I agree. here it is. It comes out in six months. I agree. But unfortunately with marketing today, the problem with these people that are in charge of marketing is they're telling game companies, uh, and I worked in marketing. This is exactly what they tell people. Uh, you got to have it on their mind all the time. So when you announce this shit at E3, it's on their mind. You got to keep reminding them, keep do a trailer six months later that's like a fucking just keep pumping it like look how many trailers anthem had like six to seven trailers look how many trailers metal gear solid 5 had is they had a fucking filmmaker make a real life trailer that was better yeah. than the game <laughs> yeah it, it's it, this is a problem with the marketing of the video games is the the marketing in video games is all about keep keep it in their mind keep right, it in their mind this is all kind of like a, throwing back to what we were talking about before is the entire industry is so new that it evolved into kind of this whole clusterfuck of a system that does right. need to be changed. You know, unions probably aren't the right way to do it. Right. But I mean, when you're talking about marketing and shit, like the fucking programmer isn't going to be able to change shit like that. But yeah. gamers keep going back and forth between want the game. Now we don't want microtransactions and Hey, fucking unionize. Right. Yeah, it's really a problem with the community itself, not necessarily the developers. Well, it's publishers. everyone is to blame. It's like, I'm but sure. where yeah, are you going to well, start the chain? Yes and no. I mean, if you have, if your milkman wants to deliver milk to you, and you everybody keeps what complaining that year it, is it milkman? I'm making a point. If you're mil <laughs> if you're a milkman, when the haberdasher says. <laughs> You know, they used to deliver milk to your front door back in the day because there wasn't wow. uh, there a lot of people nice. had refrigerators. Who paid that guy, huh? Well, people <laughs> didn't have refrigerators. Well, I mean, some people did, but most people didn't have refrigerators and milk would spoil quickly. So they deliver the milk to your, to your doorstep and you'd get however many bottles you paid for. And it was a subscription service similar to, uh, you know, newspaper and shit. And so... In, in a situation where the milkman's bringing your milk every day and then you have a bunch of people start complaining about it gets there too late it's is it on the milkman and the company that's trying to appease their customers who are complaining that it's getting there too late so they start well i'm not sure this is the best example quality. because that's probably well, what happened no, they start, and what happened they, they stop fucking out, having milkmen they stop they start putting out less lesser quality milk now they got to try to get that milk there faster so they got to figure out a way to cut the time how are you going to cut the time well they're already doing it as fast as they can because they're not, it's not like they're producing the milk and then they're like, you know what? Let's just sit here for a couple hours and relax and smoke some stogies and drink some brandy. That's not what's happening. As soon as the milk's done, it's on the truck and going. So now they got to make, they got to cut, they got to cut time somewhere. Where can they cut time? Uh, let's just cut some time in the, in the, the pasteurization process. You know, uh, that's where we can cut some time. We, we won't add boil for, it add for some preservatives to it. Yeah, right. we won't boil and it. That for causes long. health problems, and then it's the FDA exactly. and the government gets it. 
Exactly. So it's the same thing with gaming. Like people, I, yes, technically the marketers and the developers are at fault, but that's only because they're listening to their consumers and the consumers need to be educated and calm the fuck down. Unfortunately, that's never going to happen. And we just have to live with, I mean, it's a pessimistic outlook, but there's no way the gamer, the, the gamer community is going to be like, you know what? Loot boxes aren't so bad. I don't have to it's buy them. Customers always right mentality. I just wish more companies would tell people to shut the right. fuck up and wait. I agree. I agree. We've talked about that. They're many not going to lose any money from doing that. Those people aren't going to be like, well, fuck that. I mean, some people will, but I mean, look at Mortal Kombat, right? Those people need to fuck off anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the people that are going to fucking not buy a game because of that, they, they need to fuck off anyways. I mean, look at CD ah. Projekt Red. I know you're not a fanboy. I'm not necessarily a fanboy either, but I think it's uh, it's admirable that they can take a completely different approach to it and still succeed. And sure, they might be one failed game away from crashing, but they've been around for years and they're still doing their thing. There is a different True. way to do it. And the thing is, is their fans are kind of okay with it. Yeah, well, they're all hyped for fucking uh, cyberpunk, but... It's gotta end somewhere. It's gotta end with the developers cutting in the middle and doing like you're saying, or it's gotta be the community that comes together and says maybe we need to chill. I mean, I think a World War Three is necessary. Um, about most of these kids would be drafted, so that would work out perfectly. <laughs> um, whatever. <laughs> I can't be drafted. I'm my father's only son. You know? I think that's I a know. myth. No, it's true. Anyway, Electronic Arts that's says the old saving, way of releasing that's games why doesn't saving work private, anymore. You don't remember Saving Private Ryan? That's the whole premise of the goddamn thing. His whole family died. It's fine if you got multiple brothers because you can all go into war because the odds of all of you dying is pretty low. But all of his brothers die. So well, I'm flat-footed. So there you go. Bones <laughs> I'm just first. kidding. I'm not. <laughs> we think that was ever a real thing where, like, oh well, yeah, we'd really love to have you. You're a strapping young lad, but you got flat feet. I think I think we're past the age of uh, draft, right? I think What's it's the draft age. Oh, I don't know. I think to get into the military, it's 32 though. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I could be wrong. We're past it. It's actually not a bad idea. You know, Hey, if I want to learn it and get paid for 25. it and not work for free or pay money for someone to teach me something I already know. So I can get a piece of paper saying, I know it I'm 18 to, to 25 for selective service. Yeah. All right, so we're good. Draft it up, bitches. <laughs> get to it <laughs> oh shit oh my god <laughs> all right the games industry is fucked up fortnite players yeah they'll be they'll be out there fighting the dancing North and Korea. shit <laughs> doing fucking fucking jumping around corners <laughs> trying to build shit in the middle of battle they'll be out there hey, are you fucking uh, you shot me what did i die what the fuck hey 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 look Check it out. I'm going to put the L on my forehead and do that fucking dance. <laughs> Look, the time to kill is too fucking low in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to real life. Uh, you only get one fucking kill. Hey, hey. You shot it's me like in the I, helmet. What the fuck? It's like I used to tell Maticus when he came back from uh, his two tours of Iraq and Afghanistan. Hey, at least your KD ratio is good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a KD ratio if you make it. <clears throat> Better than it's mine. It's infinitely high, right? You can't divide zero, by zero. Zero is zero and zero, right? <laughs> There's people out there that's got way better than mine. Something yeah, but and you zero. Know, you know that D is coming. 
at oh, some no, point. No, no, no. <laughs> That's not happening. Elon Musk's going to solve that problem. Hell, he recently talked about how we're how many years away, Elon Musk. Well, Elon Musk is currently busy digging a hole in Los Angeles, apparently. No, there's a, he's doing a lot of shit at, at a lot of times. He says uh, brain implants are only a few years away. Sign me up. Right? You don't need a... Hey, buddy, you don't need to go get certified for IT. You have a chip in your head. <laughs> it just gives you everything. I mean, that's going to happen. You know, right now things are meek, but in the future, people will have whatever fucking job they want because that's how it's going to work. I, I, you know what I want to do? I, you know, I'm tired of being a fucking computer programmer. To, I, I've, yeah, it's going to be decided. like RoboCop, though. It's going to be, you know, the technology in your brain is going to, you know, help you think. And then eventually the machine is going to do the thinking and you're going to still think it's you. But it's really the machine thinking first, and you just kind of agree with it. After. Then people are going to figure out why do we even need the human element Wah. here, and then machines are just going to take everyone's jobs. <laughs> I mean, that's going to happen eventually. Robots will be all of the labor force, and that's yeah, probably beat them or maybe them. maybe that's when you'll need some sort of socialism. But I think it's got to be incorporated all together. I don't I don't think you can put socialism in now just because there's some hungry people. Listen, there's been you heard it here first. Gabler's a socialist. All right, Game of been, Thrones. There's been hungry people since forever. And the only time that socialism will ever work is when the workforce is 100% automated. Because then nobody has to have their money taken away. Robots don't need to eat. That's my thoughts on it. By the way, it's not going to be AI like fucking the movie AI where it's like, oh, or not AI, the, the fucking, what's, what's the name of the movie with Will Smith? Terminator. Uh, I am legend. I no 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 the 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 one with AI, uh, I, I am or something. I robot, and and I robot the the robots are they like they have they have thinking capacity and learning capacity. That's not going to happen. Okay, already, we're not going to have machine learning. I I know that, but I'm I'm saying that's not going to happen for the workforce. Guy, the the robot that's plowing the field is not going to be the same as the robot that's driving the truck. You know. The truck's going to be the robot. The truck itself is the robot. The, the, the robot that walks on two legs is, is uh, the one that unpacks the truck. Maybe. Maybe it'll be on a track or something. I don't know. The, the robot that plows the fields is going to be the plow. The robot that plants the crops is going to be a specialized robot for planting crops. It's not going to be everything's bipedal and looks like humans and they work like we do and replace us. Like It's not going to be like that. The only bipedal human looking robots that look human are going to be the ones that are meant to interface with humans for the sake of it. And to the extent that you'll have robots similar to that movie with, um, fuck, what's his name? It's got the chick from, uh, hunger games in it and they're on a spaceship. Uh, oh, fuck. What is his name? They're on, they're on a spaceship going to colonize another planet and he wakes up early. You know what I'm talking about? With that Chris Pratt movie? Yes, with Chris Pratt. Uh, the passengers. robot. Yes, the robot in that movie that works the bar is only from the waist up because nobody needs to see his waist down. That's the kind of robotics we're talking about for the future. That's that's the more, more realistic version. We already have robots that do automated work in factories and shit. They don't look like people. It's just a fucking arm. And that's all it does is it has a job on the conveyor belt. You know, that's 
that's the kind of way robots are going to be implemented. And the ones that human interface and need to look at human, some of them will be bipedal. Some of them, like the bartender, will be just the waist up or something like that. Because there's no reason to put a guy with feet behind a bar when all he's got to do is grab drinks and put them on the fucking table. You know. It's not going to be like it is an iRobot where every every fucking single robot is a goddamn walking, transparent face. <laughs> it's not going to be a thing. There'll be robots that fuck you and look like people. There'll be robots that maybe are ha- maybe like your house get maybe not even your house robots because we already have robots that do your housekeeping. We have Roombas; those exist, and they don't look nothing like humans. Why? Because it's not necessary. Hey, someone modded a Roomba recently to cuss and shit every time it hits a wall. (laughs) You don't need a a robot to clean your house and look like a human. In fact, because humans are all about the process of making things better and more efficient. So when we create things, when we build shit, we do it efficiently. You know, when we built cars, they 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 didn't have four legs. They had wheels because wheels are better at moving a human than legs are. They can go faster and show you. So so when you uh, think about house cleaning, certainly you think about, you know, Consuela because that's all you know. But the Roomba is the way it is because it's convenient. It's low to the ground. It does what it needs to do. It's the size it needs to be. And it stays out of your way and can go dock itself back to where it needs to be to recharge when it's done. And then isn't some big, large thing that takes up a bunch of space in your house. And the same will happen for anything else. When you think of things like window washing and stuff like that, eventually they'll just have some kind of fucking glass that doesn't need to be washed. But you know, I, I, if anything that's in your house that needs to be done by a robot, it's just going to have an automated system. The toilet will clean itself. It's not going to be some fucking robot cleaning your toilet. It's going to be a toilet that cleans itself. It's, it's not going to be anything that we've ever had in sci-fi like that. The only drones walking around are going to be for human interfacing only, I think. Hey, on another note, uh, we kind of missed our window. DICE is removing duos from Battlefield Five Battle Royale. Lack of player interest, they say. Yeah, well, it's because there's a lack of players. <laughs> it's probably the issue there. The real issue is probably a lack of players. I mean, we haven't even played that mode. Um, it's probably fun. But you know what? I'm going to say it. I've lost interest in BR games. Good. About time. Just 100%. Just 100%. It's over. I can't do it anymore. Um. I think back on, you know, there'll be these moments where I think back on Blackout and it was fun. But we'll but, never get that back. <clears throat> that's why I think we'll uh, games like The Division are better. Like, it's you can go into the dark zone and it's kind of like a BR kind of thing. You're still looting, but you get to keep the loot. You die, you don't lose everything. <clears throat> I still don't like the fucking dark zone, but, you know, just saying. It's, it's similar. It kind of, to me, it fixes everything that's wrong with BR. Right. If you die to some fucking bullshit, no big deal. Well, and you get I mean, a loadout. It was nice while it lasted, and I'm sure it'll still be popular for a while. And who knows? Maybe I'll change my opinion if somebody comes along and does a way better job at it. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe somebody needs to come do a better job at BR. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but what we got now ain't it, fam? just kind of sucks that like 
you know, the, the battle royale for battlefields is probably the best one. I mean, I'm assuming probably, <clears throat> and it's another fucking EA game and EA was already high on the fucking hype for apex Legends, So they didn't really give a shit. That's and right. It was kind of dead in the water. Especially when they released it like six months after the game fucking came out. Well, that's that not an EA decision. game, is it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, you're right. So they already got their, their BR. They don't really need Battlefield. Well, I don't think it's about EA, though. I think DICE wanted their own BR, but realistically, they just threw things out there, and that's what we got. I still think it's probably the best one, Battlefield. I don't know. Maybe we'll play it one day. Who knows? We already got the game. Let's yeah. say we give it another few months and when we can make space on our hard drives, boot it up again and see. When we got nothing else to do. Play with some idiot friend. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> I'm trying to Seth find some more trying to find some more news. It's all fucking Mother's Day shit. That's it for games. I mean, there's nothing coming out. We got Rage 2 on the horizon. We're going to be playing that Tuesday. That's going to be fun. Uh, we've already pretty much talked about that. I've been playing. Uh, I can talk about some of the stuff I've been playing. I've been playing My Summer Car. Uh, it's made by a Finnish guy. <clears throat> it gives me uh, hope that I can make a video game all by myself uh, because the game looks pretty decent. Comparative to a game like Euro Truck Simulator, I know Euro Truck Simulator is like an older game, the second one, uh, but they look pretty similar in terms of, I mean, certainly Euro Truck Simulator has a little more detail in it uh, when it comes to like visuals, but My Summer Car has a lot more detail in it when it comes to like gameplay and control and mechanics, uh, and I kind of, I like that better. Uh, I've been loving my summer car. It's one of these games where you want to play it with one life to live because it makes it all more impactful when you die and have to start over. But I'm actually learning how to build a fucking engine from this game. I, I'm literally like, it's not like, you know, you grab a piece and click on the, the, the engine and it goes on wherever it's supposed to go on. You got to like, kind of know the general area where it goes on and you got to bolt that shit in there. And you got to put it on in the right order. <laughs> and some people, if, when you talk about it, it sounds tedious and uninteresting. Let me say, like, I thought that too watching people play the game. But once you start playing, it's like, this is actually pretty fun putting this engine together. Uh, it's actually pretty fun. Because uh, then you put the car together and you're like, I did this. And you go fucking race it and it falls apart or something because you're shit at putting a car together. <laughs> I mean, they got guides on how to put things together. And it's fun because once you go through the guide three or four times, you really start figuring out how to do things on your own and it transfers into the real world. And you know, my dad's been a master mechanic his whole life and I've never been interested in anything he has to say about cars. But I've always known like when he goes, when he dies, I'm going to, I'm not going to get that nice discount where he does all the labor and I don't have to pay that $3,000 labor cost. Uh, we had to put tires on our car. We had to get new tires on our car. Four tires cost us like uh, 400 to 800 bucks for all four tires. But the ticket, if we would have just went and got it as a customer, would have run us $2,000 because of the labor cost. It's like, holy shit. So now I'm like, this game's teaching me how to put an engine again. I'm like, I'm learning how cars work on an engineering level. 
to where I may not be able to like look at a car that's got a problem and go, yeah, that's what's wrong with it. But at least I might be able to actually get in there and take some pieces out, put it, put a new piece in and then put it back together without it going, <laughs> you know, when I try to start it up or whatever. So I don't know. I'm liking my summer car. The driving mechanics in it are really good. There's something enjoyable about driving on a perilous road to a fucking convenience store in Finland and then like going into the store, picking out the items you want and taking it back to your house so that you can eat and drink. It's one of those survival games that I think gets a lot of things right. It's still got that problem where you got to eat and drink too often. And that's because these game developers that make survival games, they base it off of like when people get hungry, you know, you get hungry and eat three meals a day. But in terms of actual survival, if you had to survive, you wouldn't be eating that often. You watch somebody like Les Stroud go out as survivor man on his TV show. He goes like three days before he even starts talking about food. He'll be three days into a survival episode. I mean, that's what they really should do with survival games. It's like, you really don't need to eat more than like every 20 hours of gameplay. But after like the first 10 hours, like you start getting like weird glitches on the screen. Like you're getting dizzy and shit. I think after 10 hours, you can do like the hunger shakes or something like that. And, and something like the problem that they need is like, you don't want to have a survival game and be like, well, you can go a week without, you can go uh 30 days without eating, you know, or three weeks, whatever. Yeah, you could, but it's not going to be, you're not going to be working really hard. You're going to be really weak. So you got to really base it off of how long it would take before you need to start putting calories in your body, which is about two to three days, uh, as long as you don't go super ham. And it, it needs to correlate with how much activity you're doing. The more activity you do, the more your food and, and water should go up in, in correlation to the calories you're burning. Uh, that's really what it should be about. It should be a calories. I don't think you should go as far as like scum and put fucking vitamins in the game i think that's stupid to go off of it doesn't like, even need do anything well it can kill you for having deficiencies or, or over amounts but it's just tedious nobody nobody does that in real life nobody but like the fewest fucking people alive do like vitamin i need to take my supplements and i need to watch my b levels and nobody does that most people the average person just fucking eats when they're hungry and they don't care about what vitamins are going in their body because your body is already designed to your your brain to tell you what's what's delicious right now based off of what you need. If your body needs vitamin C, your body will have you hunger for something that has vitamin C in it based off of its past knowledge and memory of what you've eaten before that had vitamin C in it. That's just that's what cravings are. Uh that's why women get cravings for weird shit when they're pregnant because that baby is demanding that shit on your brain. Uh, so, so in a video game, it just needs to be, I think you can do a calorie system, but don't do a vitamin system. You can absolutely do, I think calorie system is the best way to do it. I think you need to have like a, a calorie meter. And as your calorie meter goes down, you can run, you don't run, you get to a point where you can't run. Like that's a symptom of it. If your calories are too low, eventually you get to the point where you can't walk that fast. And if you don't deal with it, you just die of starvation by falling to the ground and sitting there. And then, I mean, if I made a fucking survival game, I'd have you sit there for like, a, you know, 30 minutes in real life <laughs> before you actually died. Because you kill yourself. Right. You kill yourself. <laughs> I'd give All you right, ways so to kill yourself. <laughs> real quick. Uh, 
Rage 2, two big paid expansions. One's $20. It comes out in August. The second one is unannounced with no price. And the first one comes with the deluxe edition. Yeah. They're not so losing anything. It's the same by price. The deluxe edition. Yeah. The deluxe the edition is just a gun and some cheat codes for an arcade game. That's it. Some stupid banner. Yeah. I'm just getting the normal version. Yeah. I think I'm going to get the deluxe. What? Okay. I mean, I'm going to play it's the expansion. It's got a progress booster, though, man. You're going to get way too ahead of me. <clears throat> I don't think that's going to be a problem. It's not like we're playing together. Yeah, we It's are. an open world. I mean, we're playing it at the same time, but it's not co-op. <sighs> we'll make it co-op. <laughs> I'm opening the door. <laughs> play it like we play horror games. All right. Waiting for you at the top of the stairs. You're here in my heart. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be open world. Just having a good time. I think it's a waste of money to get the deluxe edition and you should save your money for something else. Because uh, sales might come along on some, some other games. I don't think we're going to be playing Rage 2 for more than a week. going to be like Doom. Well, we'll see. <clears throat> All right, I guess we'll move on to Game of Thrones. Because we do have a bit to talk about. That's it for the gaming segment. Yeah. I mean, me. I ain't got nothing you need else one, to talk about. One every podcast, one big burp. All right. So let's talk about Free Folk. A lot of people are bitching for no fucking reason. Yeah. Free like, Folk look, was this I great it. subreddit back in the day. Here's the thing is uh, like, <clears throat> I actually agree with some of this, but I don't think it's as big of a deal. Like, all right, spoilers. There's going to be spoilers if you haven't figured that out yet. Well, it's not like spo- when is it spoilers or supposed leaks? I'm just going to say it now because I don't feel like trying to not say certain things. Well, there's no leaks for this week's episode, at least not that we're aware of. And we're not going to be aware of them until the Honestly, end of the episode. Honestly, I think are. I think that um, the leaks are going to be mostly true. Unfortunately. Because all this, a lot of the stuff that I had said, there's a lot of similar stuff in the leaks. Oh, like, well, allow me to retort. <laughs> well, I mean, like I always said that John was going to kill Danny or Danny was going to kill John. And then recently I was leaning more towards John killing Danny when she started going all crazy. And that's what the leaks say is going to happen. So, I mean, let's let's talk about the actual Reddit real quick. They're taking shit like ghost not getting pet before John fucking leaves. and. <laughs> Every other fucking meme is something about ghost. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about ghost. I'm sorry if you're a Game of Thrones fan. Like, trust me, I like animals and shit. But, like, this is a show. And there's, like, you know, important shit going on. And none of it has to do with the <laughs> I can't take the politics! <laughs> like, I don't fucking just care. Like I just don't. Like, it's the last two episodes and you're worried about the dog? Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. And the other Literally. thing that people are bitching about a lot is the fucking coffee cup. But, which... but what happened to those people she locked in the vault back in season three? Well, and those cars. are just people. Fuck people. The dog, my dude. The dog. What about Nymeria? We haven't seen her yet. What happened to her? Character development is important in Game of Thrones. Where's the character development for Nymeria? <laughs> she's a fucking dog. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. She's a wolf. And she's leading a wolf pack mm-hmm. out somewhere in the north. Ooh. 
That's all you need to know because that's all that fucking matters. I got an idea. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> now, the other one is uh, the coffee cup thing, which, you know, some of the memes are funny. I'll give them that. Yeah. But like, I don't fucking care. And people Whatever. are taking this and being it like, happens. they put all this budget. This is just another another piece of evidence <laughs> that the developers don't give a fuck. Yeah. If they don't give a fuck, then why did they edit it out immediately and put a new version up on HBO? You can't even see the coffee cup. If you go back and rewatch the episode, they've already updated it with an edited out version where they went in and painted it out by hand. Okay? Frame they by don't frame. give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Give me a break. Now, they out give of the a stuff, fuck. But out of the stuff that happened in the last episode... Uh, it was a mistake. Some dumb bitch like fucking Emilia Clark put her fucking Starbucks cup down... And when they said action, she didn't think, oh, it's sitting here. And then it just so happened that the editing guy, I don't know, looked away or I don't know, just wasn't paying attention. It's not that easy to see when it's in motion. I didn't notice it. He wasn't going frame by frame. It's literally you you put something like that out. You you have two you have a two step process. Okay. It's I'll give you three step. There's a three step process. You have the actor or actress who put it on the table. Or maybe it wasn't even an actor. Maybe it was like a grip or, you know, some makeup person fucking coming in to boy, do a little makeup shit, or whatever. Someone's fucking nephew. Drinking Starbucks. <laughs> and then on top of that, you have the director who sees it, uh, who watches the playback after the scene is shot to see if he likes it or not. And you're talking about like three to four frames of the shot. Uh, and then you have the editor. Those are the three people that have to catch it. Otherwise, you have... What the I don't even think they premiere episodes. They premiere the first episode, right? It's not like a movie where they all get in a fucking theater and watch every single episode. They just watch the first episode when they do premieres. So then it goes out to millions of people. You're bound to get somebody to catch it. How do they yeah, catch if it? It's so, if the episode's so fucking watching? dark, how'd you see the coffee cup, you fucking idiot? Were they, were they just watching? It's very likely that somebody paused randomly to go do something or, or maybe they were looking to get a screenshot and then they happen to see it. You know, how many people are pausing at different points in the show? Well, there's not millions the of people working on the show. There's hundreds. Right. Exactly. So of course it gets past those people. It's very possible to get past people, but this isn't anything new. This happens in film all the time. Yeah. Go look at any IMDB entry for any show or movie and go look at goofs. It's, yeah, it's every fucking time in major million dollar films all the time shit like this happens in star wars and all this shit people need to calm down it happens get over it jesus christ grow up <laughs> my immersion it's ruined <laughs> you're sick it's not Everyone's a video just watching for game. the memes anyway not a video game. Then you have people on Free Folk that are... I think these people, along with the Free Folk people that are just... I hate what the show has become. The writers are terrible. Then why are you here? For the memes. Go away! There's memes about only being here for the memes. That's how it's fucking meta it's gotten. It's not good memes anymore. It's not even good memes anymore. Mine are good, Facebook. but they all get downvoted. It's Facebook posts. Look at Free Folk two years ago when we first discovered it, man. It's like Robert Baratheon and like how all these other fucking show watchers are pussies and it's supposed to be a place for leaks where they don't give a fuck if leaks are posted because they don't fucking kneel to these kneelers on game of thrones subreddit that would delete that shit 
and then two years pass and it explodes into this bigger subreddit and guess where all those people come from from our game of thrones <laughs> so it's the same fucking people and so of course it's just cross posts and cross posts it's like there was literally posts yesterday it was like the ending that zero people would complain about and it's like john sitting on the throne and he's got a puppy in his lap and there's two little puppy dire wolves on the floor and then there's to his right is Tyrion drinking a glass of wine and to his left uh, also on his knee is a baby and to his left is daenerys who's not even sitting on the throne three She's dragons in the background off to the side. there's three little baby dragons hovering above them and she's got another baby in her lap and she's pregnant like fuck off with your fucking disney bullshit there was there was one meme that i thought was funny even though i disagree with the premise but it was just a scene of uh ned and cat in bed and it just says oh cat i had a terrible dream it was like the best the best ending we could hope for at this point (laughs) i had a dream i lied to you (laughs) i had a dream that john wasn't my son (laughs) yeah (laughs) that it was lyanna's and rhaegar targaryen's son now the other thing that people are talking about is in the inside the episode one of the deals in king's landing One of the D's said uh, in the inside the episode that Daenerys kind of forgot about the fleet, even though they had just talked about it. In yeah, the, uh, of course she forgot about it. Like she, it takes her weeks to look, fucking look, get I, there. I get it. Look, I understand that. It's just if you're gonna do an inside the episode, you can't be saying shit like that. I agree, but listen, people forget all the time. So it's realistic to assume the characters and shows I had no problems with the episode, but I'm just like, she's not just, I hear him say this. I hear him say this and I'm just like facepalm. Like, Oh God, he's never going to hear the end of it. Like, of course he's never going to hear the end of it. Cause it's a meme now. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I've seen it. I'm just saying, which one of the 10,000 repos. Yeah. I'm just saying like, she's not flying straight there after having heard that news. She's, doing circles around the fucking she's flying with her fleet protecting right, her and fleet she's like looking time. at the other dragon and like man not, i'm glad listen, you're still alive he doesn't mean i forgot that the fleet exists the problem is people are stupid he's not going she forgot that the fleet exists she forgot about euron's fleet he's not saying that she's sitting there going oh da, 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 i forgot that it exists she it's he meant what he means to say is she let her guard down okay she's flying with her dragons and the reason why she's riding on one of them the whole time is because she's keeping aerial fucking it's it's aerial support for her fucking fleet because she knows euron's fleet is out there and what does euron not have a flying fucking dragon and to her knowledge she doesn't they don't have anything to deal with her dragon because she doesn't know they've updated the scorpions to make them more efficient and better so she's like yeah, I'm, I'm just going to cover my fleet. And they she covers the fleet for, you know, however long that has to happen, several days to a week. But here's uh, the thing. There, there is a post on here. It says, well, let me finish dies. what I'm saying real quick. Because okay. what happens is when he says she forgot, she he means that, oh, look, it's, it's Dragonstone. We're there. We made it. I can let my guard down now. Oh, no, too late. Shouldn't have let your guard down because that's exactly where he was waiting. She didn't expect him to be right there. She expected to be attacked in the open ocean or something. Not right at fucking Dragonstone. So, of course, she let her, dr- her guard down. She's ready to land her dragon. She made it safely. Her fleet's I don't there think people realize that it's Dragonstone. 
I think people think it's King's Landing. Like they were just there. Oh, we're moving in with none of our army. Like I don't think people right. realize how close Dragonstone and King's Landing are. So Dragonstone people thought that they were yeah. waiting for John, who was going by on the King's Road, and she's trying to invade with like a handful of ships and two dragons. Yeah, and no, that's, that's not, not what was fucking happening. <laughs> they were at Dragonstone. Yeah, All right, they're arriving it, at Dragonstone. Literally a, arriving when it happens. But I got to admit, there's this one fan re-edit that makes more sense. It says, Rhaegal dies, but it makes slightly more sense. I'll play it and kind of narrate it. So they're flying. Dragons are flying. Still flying. She looks at the other dragon. At Rhaegal. Gives a little... Excited. Yeah, looking a little happy. She's happy. She let her guard down. And then she has this concerned look. The ships come around the corner. Da, 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 da. Fucking Euron turns the scorpion. Boom. And then yeah, they could have done that, but then it, but then they don't get that oh moment that everybody has when, you know, they're trying to recapture that stab and that that uh, that moment in the red red wedding where she just the guy walks over and starts stabbing her belly. That's a visceral moment because everything's going fine, and then he's talking, and you're starting to get this feeling of like, what? Why is he saying that? And then it just cuts to the it just cuts to him pulling out the knife quick walking over and stabbing the woman in the stomach and you're like what the fuck <laughs> like, yeah. that's what they're trying to get if they show the ships coming out and you're on that that ruins that moment and now you're just going uh-oh get out of there oh no yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't really have a problem with that scene i mean people were bitching about line of sight and stuff and it's like Look, first of all, they shoot on an arc. You only need one ship to kind of be able to peek over the mountain in order to hit the dragon or a couple. I mean, speaking, he would have came around. He would have came, you know, out from his little hiding. No one was expecting it. No one was looking for him. Right. Of course, nobody was expecting it. Their guard was down. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't have what I have a bigger problem with is why aren't they using Bran? I agree. Bran apparently has the power to know where everyone is. Maybe Bran's an asshole. No, maybe I mean, maybe here's the this thing. Brand doesn't care anymore, my, so he's not well, going to go out of his way to like. No, that's what I mean. Maybe he's an asshole, well, and that's why he just won't say it because he just doesn't care. Well, no, he has to look. Problem. He still has to look, but he's not going to take the time to go like scout out shit. But uh, my, exactly. that's not my problem. The problem I have is why, knowing what Brand can do, why wouldn't you be using him all the time and asking him all kinds of questions, like yeah. all the time? Well, they could be, and they're just not getting answers. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, do we win this thing? I like my chair. I, you know, I, I mean, we disagree here. I don't think he can see the future. I think he can make good predictions yeah, about the can, future he, based he, on he the can past. Def- he can see the future. It's it's confirmed. How? Who? It's confirmed. When? He can see the future. Where? It's the whole process of green seeing. Why? It's on the Wikipedia page. from the. But I mean, the show writers could be changing it. Maybe in the, in the book he can see in the future and he can't in the past. I don't know. Listen, I think he can see the future, but I think that the reason why he doesn't tell people about stuff is because what's happening is supposed to happen. I think he knows that. I think he's trying to, I think, I think it's a captain. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Even when he like, he still, but he still kind of pushes events, but like, yeah, does he know at the certain points he's supposed to push? Like, Hey, now's the time to tell John. I think he does. Yeah. I think just like with giving Arya the dagger. Just like with telling Theon right there, looking over at Theon and telling him he's a good man. He knew that's what had to be said to get Theon to do this charge. Yeah, and Why? he needed that extra 10 seconds so that he Arya could He needed that extra it. 10 seconds, right. <laughs> what a... Man. 
Thanks, Theon, for that extra 10 yeah. seconds. Your entire arc is just so you can buy me that time. Well, that's what redemption's like. He was a piece of shit. He yeah, was a piece true. of shit. But anyway, overall, episode four was good. You can't really follow up episode three. <clears throat> Excuse me. Episode three with episode yeah, four. So, uh, but I think episode five is going to run. We all knew episode, episode four wasn't going to be as good as three. I don't know why people are bitching. Uh, we've hit the climax of the show. You know, the ring has been thrown into Mount Doom, and now we're closing out the show. We're getting the scenes of Frodo in his bed, and and oh no, though, it's not just that happy. Frodo's going to go and finish his book. Oh, but even though he finishes book, well, he's going to go to climax. the Undying this is gonna be. They're going to climax multiple times, trust well, me. Well, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's a climax as much as it is the part of the ending. I mean, certainly some things are going to happen in terms of specific characters but the overall story like the big story element is has already happened the big giant battle is over uh you could maybe say episode well, five i, don't think, I mean i see episode five thrown. i see episode five as the actual ending i know a lot of people were like oh the well, night king's dead but the thing I'm is saying. think of how often like comparatively how many episodes no, yeah, were about the people and how many were about the Night King? No, I, I agree with you. And you could say that I was just about to say, you could also say if you wanted to. For some people, episode three is the climax and the ending. For some people, it's going to be episode five. Because you could say that the the ending to uh, Lord of the Rings is when Aragorn shows up with the undead army and marches over all of the orcs and cleans them out of of the, the keep and all that. That's the okay, ending, fun fact. Right? I learned this last week. That's really the night King. And that's the episode three ending, but, but episode five, you could say is when Frodo throws the ring into the, into yeah, the most anticlimactic climax ever. Right. Because they still have time to go ride to the gates and stand out there and buy Frodo time, you know, with that kind of shit. Like you could, you could see it as that you could well, say that that's what's real going quick. on. You remember that scene in Lord of the Rings where, uh, Aragorn gets a knife thrown at him and he blocks it with a sword. Yeah. Uh, that actually happened. <laughs> accidentally yes. threw the knife and he accidentally actually blocked it. <laughs> you can tell yeah, by the man. look on his face and how desperate he is. <laughs> anyway, I thought that it was works interesting. works out great. That was a great Tarantino moment of we're keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> I Why sliced my hand open. All right, smear blood on her face. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, he's, we're going to get some fake blood made up, and he's going to smear it on your face. Why? He cut his hand open. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to look great. <laughs> Adds a little realism to it, you know? I mean, the viewers are going to go, what? <laughs> They'll never yeah, know. I mean, we'd have, to, we'd have to take that out and have him reshoot the scene. Okay. Yeah, so it has to make sense. So we're just going to smear blood on your face, and then the viewer go, oh, okay, so that's why they had him cut his hand. No, we didn't have him cut his hand. He cut his fucking hand. <laughs> oh, okay. So here's another thing. Um, so people are bitching that Cersei wants Tyrion dead so bad that uh, she hires Bronn to kill him, but then won't kill him when he walks up, even though she's got him dead to rights. I think people forget that these are people. You know, so look at him in the eye. It's still is her brother. Maybe she just can't do it. As ruthless as she is, still family, you know? But people don't yeah. want to read into shit like that, you know. It's just it's like, different, you know. Hiring someone to kill your your husband is different than killing your husband yourself. Did it ever occur to anyone that maybe the reason she hired Braun was because she knew she couldn't do it face to face? Right. It ever occur to anyone that maybe she's not a complete, total evil bitch? 
Yeah, I mean th that's the thing is Go like back and once watch you the make show. up your she's mind, not, once he's not an evil person. Once you make up your mind about whether you're on board with this season or not, you either take these things and you can either continue to do what you've done throughout the rest of the series and read into it in a positive way and be like, "Oh man, that adds a lot of depth to this character." That's probably what they're thinking. I'm not an idiot. I don't need it spelled out for me. Or you could just be right. like, "It makes no fucking sense." And hey, where's the crayon? <laughs> <laughs> We need Mom, big bold letters. Where's my Crayola? Where's the crayons? It needs to be in writing. And the people just blame it on plot armor. No, listen, here's the fact. Here's I mean, but here, just hypothetically real quick. If she actually killed him, if she actually killed him terrible. right there, what would people's reaction have been? What the fuck? Why would Tyrion just walk up to her? What a shitty way to end his character arc. Why would Tyrion just walk up to her? The writing is terrible. I can write a better one. Look, Tyrion stays back, and then they just leave. Cause but uh, one of the one of the said, things that does guys got to surrender. Me. Like that's what they want. Uh, you got hey, Cersei's got to surrender, and then we'll all leave, and it'll be fine, and she won't be killed. Uh, yeah, well, Cersei says you got to surrender, or else this bitch gets her head cut off. All right, well, we're leaving. <laughs> like, well, that, that's the thing that did kind of confuse me is I get why she didn't kill Tyrion, but why didn't she kill everyone else right there? Because that's not what she wants. Well, I mean, that's we the only thing I can come up with. don't know what Cersei wants. Cersei's original plan with blowing up the Sept of Baelor was because Tommen was being manipulated by Marcella. Or well, not Marcella. The high uh, septum, really. What's her name? Um, all of them, yeah. And she wanted to kill all of them in one swoop. So she knows her trial's coming up. She she has the mountain lock Tommen in his room and not let him out. And she blows the fucking thing up. Now, Tommen's still going to be king after that, okay? And most people look at this and go, oh, Cersei wants power. No, Cersei wants her children. Cersei has what's known as mother hen syndrome. Well, I'm glad she you said that. Her children. That kind of just <laughs> for, the reason her not killing everyone is she, the only way that makes sense is if she's not pregnant with Jamie's kid. I think if she's actually pregnant with Jamie's kid, she kills them all yep. because that protects her family. But if it's your right. kid or she's not actually pregnant, then she actually kind of wants to die. Or either wants the opportunity to die or kill people, in like in a really fucking Game of Thrones kind of we way. Don't, like we don't know doing. what her current motivation is right now. What her current plan is? She has a plan. We don't know what it is. Is it to be queen of the Seven Kingdoms? I don't know. If it is, uh, I think it's more of a I want to tell everyone to go fuck themselves in my own way i don't think i don't i think maybe even if it is like i don't think her plan is hey let's just i just want to kill daenerys like she doesn't want to just kill people she wants to kill people in a certain way look at yeah, how she, she said like, multiple times to, about different people how she lays awake at night thinking about how to kill them right yeah so she she has vengeance in her heart like very extremely she doesn't want to just do away with it quickly Think about the people she's killed on the show when she had the opportunity. The nun that had her walk through the street ringing her bell saying shame. They didn't kill her. She locked her away in a dungeon and had the mountain rape her over and over again. Right? She didn't kill her. 
She doesn't want you to die right away. She's she wants you to die slowly and painfully. Same thing with the uh, the the chick from uh, Dorn, right? Uh, she's gonna have her die slowly. She thinks she thinks Tyrion killed Joffrey. Why would she want to just kill Tyrion right there? No, no, no. She doesn't want that. She wants to kill Tyrion in the same way. Look how she had Olena killed when she sent Jamie to deal with uh t- with Highgarden. She, when she sent Jamie to deal with Highgarden, what'd she do? Uh, here's a poison. It's going to make it painless, but you're going to die of poisoning, right? That's what that's what she wanted was her to be poisoned. Well, Jamie she wanted sure much it was painless. worse. Yeah. yeah, she wanted worse. Jamie gave her a a painless poison. She well, probably she didn't wanted know that him. Elena killed Joffrey, so the poison <clears throat> right. was probably accidentally ironic. Well, that might be true, and I guess Jamie never told her that Tyrion. I don't remember if Jamie tells her that Tyrion no, he didn't does. do it. He, he does? does. And she, does she believe him or not? I don't remember. She kind of doesn't care anymore. She's kind of pissed that he she still died painlessly. Well, she's kind of upset that her father died too. Like, even though she didn't like her father necessarily, she still loved her father. Well, she learned a lot <laughs> from him. That's about that's about it, right? Um well she has a line about how he was always trying to protect him. Um I don't know. I think part of her doesn't want her fan. It's I think it's a hard decision for her. I think she has spite for Tyrion, but at the same time, she doesn't want to be the only Lannister, you know? She doesn't want that. She doesn't want their, her family to die off. She hasn't hit that point yet. Maybe she will. Uh I think she does want to be queen of the Seven Kingdoms, but I think she also has other agendas. But I think when it comes to killing people, she doesn't just want to do it slowly. I don't think she even wants to do it slowly to Daenerys. I think she wants to make it a political thing. Look, everybody, I stopped this foreign invader. Here she is to be publicly executed like Ned Stark in front of everyone. You know, something yeah. like that. <clears throat> um, it's probably going to cost her. Maybe. I don't see. And <clears throat> we're about to, we're going to get to the supposed leaks right now, unless you have anything else to say, because this kind of leads into it. <clears throat> no. What? Sorry. I was looking at memes. You, you got anything else to add? <laughs> uh, yeah, there was yeah. one thing. What was it? Because I, I'm getting to the, into the supposed leaks. Um, yeah, I didn't really. I mean, I think the whole her not killing everyone, there's definitely something more to that. I think that's proof to me that she is not pregnant with Jamie's kid. Now, she might be pregnant with Euron's now, or maybe not pregnant at all, but I definitely don't think she's pregnant with... Because if she really cares about her kids that much, I think she definitely would have fucking killed them all. Maybe not Tyrion, but definitely the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm just tired of seeing all this bitching about the writers. The writing's fine. I mean, I watch CW shows, and it's not for the writing. Uh-huh. You don't need to have fucking, you know, George R. R. Martin writing all the fucking time to enjoy a show. But yeah, I, th- I st- I'm not sure if I said it before, but Varys is totally dead after last week's episode. Uh, yep. Did I say Varys or Tyrion? Var- Varys. Varys. Varys dies. Uh. <clears throat> I don't know. And the rest kind of ties into the leaks. It's kind of hard now that I've seen the leaks or 
guesses or predictions or whatever you want to call them to kind of separate what I actually thought from what I've seen now. But yeah, yeah. we can get into the... <clears throat> so the supposed leaks. leaks are, and I, I've been bouncing this around for the past 24 or 48 hours since we last talked about it, um, and I have some ideas on some things. Um, <clears throat> everybody, first of all, let's get this out of the way. Stop with the foreshadowing bullshit, okay, everybody? Stop with this. But they foreshadowed a baby. That's not what foreshadowing means, okay? Foreshadowing is when something happens and then later on it pays off and then you can look back on it and go, oh, they foreshadowed that. Yeah, Aria. Okay. Uh, that's what foreshadowing is. Otherwise, it doesn't exist. If, if You can only foreshadow something if that something happens. Otherwise, it's not foreshadowing. So you have to understand that it only works retrospectively, okay? You have to be able to look back on it. Uh, if you look for foreshadowing proactively, you're always going to like... It could be anything foreshadows anything. Correctly, right. If you dig deep enough. It's only... it's Foreshadowing is only used for a purpose of like re-watching. Okay, that's what foreshadowing or rereading something where you can go back to... It, it makes things... It adds value to watching it again or something like you watch a show or a movie and then something is forced and then you can go back and watch it again and you know like it gives oh, you that I should have fucking known moment right exactly it's exactly what it's meant for it's not meant to give away what's gonna happen and writers do this a lot they do something that seems like a foreshadow that leads to nothing so that you're not sitting here constantly going yep that's gonna happen because they did like <laughs> Of course, it's not always going to happen. That's they they purposely write things that seem like foreshadowing just to keep you on your toes. They're not going to fucking foreshadow every single thing that's going to happen, and not every foreshadowing leads to something. So calm down with that. I, I just wanted to get that out of the way because people constantly on this fucking on these subreddits are going on. What about the foreshadowing? <laughs> All right, well, do what you do best and keep talking. I'll be back in a second. This for this thing is foreshadowing. What fucking you, the asshole? Uh, this shit's foreshadowing Daenerys. Look at this. I look back on the episode; it all foreshadows. Like it hasn't happened yet. Relax. So the, the so I'll just recap real quick for people that don't uh, aren't sure. Uh, it's the supposed leak. The, I call them supposed because there's no evidence that they are actual leak. The only evidence that exists is, uh some a couple people have some pretty strong evidence that they know information in the sense that they have predicted previous episodes specific events in previous episodes uh long before the episode aired and some of these leaks are based off of and these are the ones we're going to get into hey, back. some of these yeah. leaks are what I call what I'm going to refer to as fake leaks. So you know which ones I'm talking about. Some of these leaks are are only evidenced by people that got things correct in before the episode came out in previous episodes, but they didn't have specifics. It was more like broader strokes. Yeah, of and also keep happen. in mind that you know these people could have been guessing about shit for a very right. long time about a great many things, and some of them got right. And then when you look back and cherry pick out the shit they got right, you can make it seem. Like they got a lot of shit right when exactly. they didn't. So, but uh, I mean, it, to me, most of it seems reasonable. Seems like it could I add up, whether I it's a guess or. I'm gonna get to it. 
uh, because it's something that I haven't been thinking because I've been on I've been right there with you like it seems reasonable and it could still happen but I have a lot of reasoning to think it's not going to happen based off other leaks specifically from people who have proven themselves with details in the past so uh, we have um, the the most popular leak right now that everybody's taking as gospel for some reason is that Daenerys goes mad and Jon Snow kills her. Okay. We've had fake, the, the reasons why I, here's some, I'm going to re- list off some reasons why I think this is not true. Firstly, we know that they have, uh, HBO has done things to mislead people from what's actually going on in these last final episodes. For example, uh, Masande. Her death was not filmed on set. They built a set. They had Cersei's actress standing up there. They had the mountain standing up there and all these other actors standing up there where Masande is standing about to execute her, but they didn't have Masande's actress there. They you just can tell because she just kind of pops in. You don't see her walk up. Just, they just cut to her just, and she's just there yeah. all of a sudden. There's just nobody standing there. And you can actually find, you can actually, well, there's actual pictures of this. There's old leaked pictures, which you can still find today if you were to dig them up, of the picture of everybody up there on the battlements, but there's nobody standing in front of them. There's nobody that they're killing. They're just all up there. So people assume that there was an audience being had uh, at the gates or something like like, like there was a, a an audience at the gates or whatever. Um, and a lot of people also assumed at the time that somebody was being executed. So that's where a lot of these guesses on who was being executed comes around. Um, Masande was filmed in a studio on an entire green screen setting. And there's actual footage of that. I think the footage of that, and actually what I'm talking about, I think they actually talk about in the after episode of the previous season. So you can go back and, of uh, the previous episode. If you go back and watch the previous episodes, uh, oh God, it's not the after, it might not be the after episode. It might be like the... Uh, the deep dive thing they do, you can go to YouTube, HBO's YouTube channel, and uh, or it might be Game of Thrones YouTube channel, and they have specifically a video there that runs like 40 minutes. They put this out a couple days after every episode where they deep dive into the episode of, of all the effects and stuff like that. And there's actual footage, and I've seen it, of, of Masande standing in a studio on a green screen doing her lines and doing her visuals and stuff <clears> like that, and they paste her into that scene. That's a long way to go at the, at the expense of possibly even it looking good or the actor being able to give a good performance just to hide that character's death. So if you don't think they're willing to go, if, you, if they're willing to go that far for a character like Masande, how far are they willing to go for Danny or John or a big character like that, right? So it's not far-fetched to assume that they'd put out false information or that they'd you know, with all these uh, side people going around, these, um, what do you call it, the, the, the extras or the key grips or all these other types of people that are just around and not a Keep part of the You mentioning the key grips. What do you got against Yeah, that's all grips? I can think about. The boom mic guy, whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever. Anybody that might be on a set or a stage as a behind-the-scenes player that might not have a giant interest in keeping everything under wraps those are the people that you really have to worry about in a studio when it comes to leaks. You're not, you're not really concerned 
with the guys with drones. You're not super concerned about that. You're really concerned about the guys that work for you that might not have a lot of interest to keep it under wraps. So maybe you uh, maybe you have a couple characters in a scene together, uh, making it look like something's happening when it's not actually going to happen. And I, like I've said before, it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to keep things under wraps. It just it just doesn't happen. The the best approach to take if you wanted to do something about it would be to put out a lot of possibilities, because then you're creating a situation that's no different than a lot of people speculating in the first place. There's even that. A rumor that Game of Thrones and HBO released these supposed leaks or let them leak just to throw yeah. people off. And now they're sitting back laughing about it. Yeah. So That's what, a do we have, what do we me, have from but, what I call the fake leakers? We have Danny goes crazy. Some bells are ringing um, and she goes crazy. Some kind of thing about surrender bells. She goes crazy. The Dothraki are raping people. John tries to stop them and sees this, but he keeps fighting against the Lannisters, even though they're supposedly surrendering. See, there's a lot of things that conflict. Well, they here. say it's that like he, uh, he stops and then Grey Worm just fucking kills one of them anyway out of rage and the Lannisters start fighting back and that's when John's forced to start fighting again. Right. And and Danny goes crazy and now, burns everything and kills Is that an actual people. leak or is that you see John fighting and the rest people are just filling in the blanks as best they can? Right. I mean, I don't know how many times in this show I've seen John in a battle, mid-battle, just stop and look off in the distance and lose his focus and somehow still survive just because he's looking at somebody doing something. <laughs> like He's in the middle of a bunch of undead whites and just looks back at Sam concernedly, gives him a double take, doesn't get stabbed the whole time, keeps going. But Arya is a Mary Sue. Anyways, moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no sarcasm. Well, you fucking idiots out there. So... Danny goes crazy and John pledges himself to her and then stabs her. Man, just doesn't seem like a thing John would do, does it? It really doesn't. And that's yeah, why one would of my you pledge yourself to a queen twice? That's one. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That's one of the first things that speaks out at me. The second thing that jumps out at me is the bells. What fucking bells? There's never been ringing bells in this show before as some kind of surrender. They specifically call them surrender bells. What the fuck is a surrender bell? The only bell that I ever noticed in King's Landing is the one that was attached to the sept that she blew the fuck up and flew across the screen and smashed some poor person in, into the ground. What fucking bell? So, Cersei, here's my third problem. Okay, my third problem, which I wasn't really thinking about before, is the way they talk about it is like Daenerys goes back to just... Walk with me here. I want to walk on a journey together. If you want to close your eyes, you can. Just imagine. I'm gonna do some ASMR shit right now. Danny, go. Danny, make sure to get your imagine, fucking mouth noises in there. So imagine. <laughs> so imagine Danny goes back to Dragonstone. We know that happens because from the previews, we see Tyrion walking in on her, and she's upset, and he's not really excited about having to talk to her. You know, uh. And then she's like, fuck it. I'm going to go fight him anyways. We know that she goes to fight them or something because she has her army out front with John and Davos there. And you're going to tell me she flies her dragon around and according to these leaks, these supposed leaks, she decimates everything. She destroys Euron's fleet. She destroys all of King's Landing with her dragon alone. That's it. Just all of it destroyed. Think about that. Now I want you to Imagine if you're not closing your eyes 
close them now and imagine episode four. Imagine, remember what you saw with Rhaegal and how quickly that fucking dragon was killed. And then imagine when Danny tried to fly straight at the fleet and had to turn away and all those fucking scorpions that shot at her immediately, right? And she barely made it out of there. And then imagine all the scorpions that are sitting on the walls of King's Landing. You're going to tell me that we go from that moment where, because to me, I don't know about you, but to me, it felt like that dragon was fucking useless suddenly. Suddenly, that dragon ain't so badass. Suddenly, the playing field's a little fucking even, even don't you think? You're going to tell me we go from Danny being overwhelmed with these scorpions to she just doesn't give a fuck and just burns the fleet, destroys it, destroys the fucking King's, King's Landing, all that, no fucking problem with Drogon? It feels like somebody that wrote it has a, the IQ of a fucking goat. God, like you're going to be eating your really words when that actually happens. Because those people that wrote it are going to be the writers. They're going to be right <laughs> on board with the rest of them. Yes, I will. I will eat my words. And I will stand by that. If Danny just destroys all the scorpions with her dragon, that's fucking stupid. Now, there's one little thing they could do. Maybe they go in and sabotage the scorpions and cover a night or some shit, some fucking classic fantasy writing shit. Or she doesn't go in until her ground force penetrates the wall. What if they just go in at night and there's the no scorpions. moon and you can't even fucking see the dragon? I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if that if that's the case, sure I won't shit on the writing. If there's some way that they get the scorpion equation out, I won't shit on the writing. But I, I'm sorry, I just can't believe that Danny's just going to decimate a fleet that was previously a giant threat. She abandoned, like, the reason why Masandi was captured, the reason why her fleet was destroyed was because she abandoned it to save Drogon. Because when she charges at them and they shoot all those scorpions at her, she has this moment of clarity of, okay, I got to get the fuck out of here. She turns around and flies away back to Dragonstone and her entire fleet is decimated and Masande is captured because they didn't have that air superiority anymore. <laughs> I mean, we go from that to that's one of the, that's another reason that I don't believe in the Danny goes crazy and burns King landing to the ground. I think they might have a battle, but I don't think she goes crazy and just burns King's landing. I don't well, believe I think it could happen. I think there's just a piece we're missing. That the leakers Maybe. have missed. That's, that's true. Because be okay. I'm still on board with the Danny goes crazy thing. Because like I said, I thought John was going to kill Danny or the other way around. I think they're setting it up for her to go fucking crazy. I don't think it's going to be the bells that set her off. I think there's a critical piece we're missing here that will make sense. I don't know what it is, but... I mean, that's the only way you can kill a character like her, right? Because you have to justify it. Otherwise, it makes no sense for anyone. It doesn't make sense that John would kill her. It doesn't make sense that Tyrion would turn on her. Varys would turn on her. So here's my other, um, and I think this is my strongest point uh, as to why this isn't going to happen with the John kills Danny thing. And again, this could be... Um, this this honestly could be something where where <laughs> 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 
goddamn. <laughs> this this could be so I'm trying to find this fucking post that I was looking at earlier, but I've lost it. Uh there could <laughs> Time to meet your Oh my god, I'm gonna have to find this. But so there's another set of leaks come from a guy named Fricky. And Fricky is like the golden child of all these leaks with free folk and and all of them. Um <clears throat> because he really he he uh did some shit with season eight early on i think he was even a season seven guy maybe i don't remember exactly if it was season seven or season eight but uh he he uh let's see free folk news let me look that up <clears throat> so he comes up with a different theory by the way um than the other two that are on here than the other two his his leak is different now it's not his leak well, is not concerned trial. With, right his is not concerned with john and danny his is concerned with this trial and i think his trial conflicts with the danny and john leak where john supposedly kills and they go out of the uh, way to mention that john and danny aren't there mm-hmm. for the trial but right like Masandi wasn't there for but, the filming of uh getting her right, head chopped up but Here's the thing. Um, if we look at Fricky's leak, he talks about this trial happening after all the shit's gone down. This is happening in the dragon pits. They're not, they're not having some kind of... They're not having a battle and she's burning everything to the ground and there's a trial going on over here with Tyrion. That's not happening. Okay? John and... and, and uh, John's not there and... Um, Daenerys is not there at the trial. So let's talk about this trial. And there's two ways this trial could possibly come up. Come up. The first version is if we apply it with... Let's apply this version with the Daenerys gets stabbed by John Leak. According to these people, Hyrian urges John to do this. Right? Tyrion urges John to do this. Um, if Tyrion urges, like here it says, Tyrion tries to convince John that his family will never be safe because his lineage makes him a threat to Danny's. Danny has Tyrion arrested and executed for freeing Jamie. Okay, but T- but Danny's not at the trial. Why would she not be at the trial if she had Tyrion arrested? Tyrion is also the only person that's supporting her right now. If we are to believe the leaks of John kills of uh, kills Danny to be true, then why is Tyrion being tried against Danny? If Danny was killed and everybody saw her as this mad queen, and John kills her and takes the black, as they say, why are they going to have a trial against Tyrion? There's only two ways you could play this. You could have, uh, you can't have both. You can't have your cake and eat it too here. It, you cannot have Tyrion on trial and Danny is a bad guy and was killed by John. You can't have that. It doesn't work. The only, okay, it does work, but the only way it works conflicts with their supposed leaks. The only way that it works is that Tyrion is on her side the whole fucking time. That's the only way it works. 
The only way it works is that Tyrion is on trial because he's her hand of the king and he told her to do it. And everybody knows he told her to do it. And he's being tried along with her as like a war criminal or something like that. That's the only way. However, Fricky's leak doesn't say shit about that. Fricky's leak is very specific. And this is the guy that has more clout than either of these two randos that came out of nowhere a year, a half a year ago, uh, came out of nowhere. And his leak claims that he's on trial for treason. Well, treason is committed against a king or queen. So in order for Tyrion's trial to be true, Daenerys has to survive the battle for King's Land. Well, Which, <clears throat> they also claim out. that Bran is the new king. So is right. what he's doing, is that considered treason against no, absolutely the Starks? Not. Is it just that he's a Lannister and people are like, fuck Lannisters already, shit. No, it's specifically for him supposedly betraying uh, Daenerys to save his family or some shit. Even here in their leak, they say uh, Tyrion begs her to show mercy, but she refuses. Tyrion frees Jamie. This is the same people that saying Tyrion uh, is saying John kills Danny. Tyrion frees Jamie to try to get Cersei out of the city. Danny is executing everyone in King's Landing. John and Tyrion are upset. Danny has Tyrion arrested to be executed for freeing Jamie. Tyrion tries to convince John that his family will never be safe because his lineage makes him a threat to Danny's rule. They even say she, the the other guy even says. So much as Tyrion claim exclaims, uh, these people deserved it. What does that mean? Uh, it, it's, it's both of these guys conflict. These guys are saying the same thing about John and Danny, but they conflict with each other on their ideas about what happens with Tyrion. In, in one go, Tyrion, uh, you know, does something that makes him look like he's a part of, uh, Danny's process of burning everything to the ground which begs the question why why would you have him try why would you have him try it it doesn't make any sense um if he's if he's against her why is she going to go on trial uh, after the fact like this this is this doesn't work with a trial this works well, with danny again you get these people taking this shit taking this shit as gospel and then bitching that the writers are shit but their mistake is that the writers aren't the writers. The writers are these fucking leakers. So what That's they right. should be saying is these leaks are bullshit, not this sounds D&D like, are idiots. Right. This sounds like fan fiction to me. The problem here is that Danny executing Tyrion has to happen on the battlefield or in the middle of the battle as an execution, not a fucking trial. But we, we've been told by Fricky that the trial happened and that there were key players at the trial. Davos is there. He's not wearing a Hand of the King pin. So it's not like he's handed the king of John or something like that, who has now become the king. You know, he's he's having they're having this trial, and you know, there's no green screens there, so there's no dragons there. There's a, a Danny's not there. Cersei's Cersei is at the trial, according to him. So th th there's a lot of conflict here that doesn't play out super. They don't they don't work together. You have you can't have both. You got to have one or the other. So. You could have a Tyrion trial if he actually betrays Daenerys and Daenerys puts him on trial and has to do something else and go somewhere else or, or something like that uh, during the trial or maybe is there and they just didn't realize she was there. Maybe they're there CGI like you said. I don't know.
it's not that hard to put somebody in CGI when they're not doing anything. Right? And there's another weird thing for the other one, the King's Council ending. Uh, Sam suggests holding a democratic election and the other nobles laugh at him. What the fuck is Sam even doing there? Sam's not there. <laughs> right? Sam, Sam and John parted ways. <clears throat> Sam is in Winterfell. They even made it out like they'll never see each other. So that right there should tell you that that leaker is fake. I mean, you can't just cherry pick things that do happen and then ignore. He said Arya is useless. <laughs> what, for the next couple episodes? For the whole season. He was talking about the whole season. This oh, guy's leak was well, from wrong. June 14th, 2018. And that's what people do. People read this list from June 14th, 2018. Cersei and Jamie are holding each other when they die. Jon Snow and Danny survived from this time. Only one dragon is left. And if Something these are true, you're going to have needle. two really shitty endings for four different characters. You're going to have fucking the hound in the mountain falling into fire, and you're going to have Jamie and Cersei getting crushed by a collapsing red keep. I don't like, know if we talked about this in the last podcast or if it was like on stream or something, but this is the, the thing that people do. So they see in this guy's leak, he says, only one dragon is left. Remember, this guy said this in June 14th, 2018. Then the guy says, something to do with a scorpion needle, one of the dragons in the Lannisters, question mark. I don't know if I heard him correctly. And people will look at that and just like when people deal with psychics and shit like that, they attach their own ideas onto it. They immediately go, look, he was right. There is only one dragon left. And they did kill him with a scorpion. I mean, it, I don't know what the Lannister parts to do with, but it was the Greyjoy. It was, it was uh, you know, Euron's fleet that did it. So he was really, really close. That means he must know. He just didn't have all the information. He, he wasn't sure exactly. Well, Jesus fucking Christ, a four-year-old could watch Game of Thrones and go, one of the dragons is probably going to die to a scorpion needle, considering Chekhov's gun. We had one <laughs> dragon die to a fucking spear from the Night King, and then you have this scorpion thing that Cersei made that, that they hyped up so much and stabbed Drogon and almost killed him. You don't think they're going to kill one dragon with a scorpion? Get the fuck out of here. Of course they're going to do that's a That's an easy guess. He then goes on to say last three episodes are in front of King's Landing. Another easy guess. That's a 50-50. The undead things are dealt with in the first three episodes. Another 50-50. And by the way, I don't know exactly when we knew that episode three was the Battle of Winterfell. I don't remember how far that went back because I wasn't deep diving into Game of Thrones at the time. But there are people that follow shit really fucking zealous. And a lot of this type of information is easy to deduce when you have pictures and images and stuff like that going on. Uh, if, if you know from like leaked pictures that like Winterfell is going to have a big battle at it and you immediately think, well, that's probably with the, the Night's King, right? Because he knocked down the wall in the, in, at the end of season seven, seven, he knocks down the fucking wall. It's easy to deduce that there's going to be a battle at Winterfell. Hey, there's some pictures that have been taken of some sets at Winterfell where there's battle damage going on and they got shit out in front of it. Hmm, guess there's going to be, which, which one's more likely? The Night King or random Cersei army she picked up? Probably the fucking Night King. So I think they'll probably end it there. <laughs> and then they have to turn they can't just end it there and it's over with they have to go back and deal with cersei because season seven they were leaving to go to winterfell to fight in the great in the in the great war right the great war <laughs> the only one that matters they were already going to winterfell at the end of season seven 
So it's easy to do that they're going to deal with the Night's King and then have to go deal with Cersei. It's not just going to all end there and be left on a fucking bum, 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 It's not going to do that. So it's easy to go, mm, six, six episodes in the season. Yeah, they'll deal with it in the first three episodes. That's just a 50 50. If, if you say they deal with him within the first, he doesn't say in the third episode, he says within the first three episodes. That means if it ends in the second episode, he's right. Look at that. He got it. Yeah, plus, it's like saying they'll well, end it in the first six people, episodes. If you have 100 people coming out, right? And some of them say first episode, second episode, third episode, and then you just cherry pick all the people who were right. That one guy is now a leaker because he got it right. It's right. not like one guy guessed, right? Like a lot of people fucking guessed. His next line is Masande question mark, maybe dies question mark. He doesn't know. He's talking about his friend that gave him this information. I mean, another decent guess. I was telling people, one of my guesses, you know, it's a common thing in Game of Thrones to guess who's going to live and who's going to die. And one of my guesses has been Masande the whole time. I've guessed multiple times that Masande will die. Uh, either Grey Worm or Masande. I've said that many times. Some people just go and pick one and they say that's what that's it. Cersei makes a meat shield of all the innocent people to stop them from coming in. Okay. I mean, what is it what does that mean? Does that mean exactly what we saw happening in in episode four? Or is that somebody's guess of the type of person Cersei is? Or has it been alluded to? Or is that from a, a picture that was taken of a bunch of extras? inside the keep of king's landing or something like that. you, you got to remember these kinds of, the dragon blasts through all the people doesn't care quote aria is useless unquote yeah the woman the, the chick who kills the night king is useless i mean i don't know about you but there's more misses than hits here so far there's a scene where a horse gets ripped in half by the dragon cersei is watching the dragon coming in and the witch doctor is like we should leave there's a sort of flashback where she thinks about how she blew up something in her city I don't know what the fuck he was talking about here, but I recorded it anyway. And the dragon blowing things up reminds her of that. I guess what uh, the hound and his brother fight and they end up both dying in fire by falling in. <laughs> he finally takes the helmet off the ugly guy. I mean, he's taking his helmet off before. <laughs> Cersei goes <laughs> into the chambers where you first see the catapult things. So she goes underground. Jamie shows up and they're all, oh my God. And they hold each other and everything crumbles. Yeah, sure. Jamie, who walks out on her in season seven, as soon as they see each other, Cersei's just going to embrace him and they're going to go, oh my God. Now, this guy doesn't mention anything about Jamie being mortally wounded, which you would assume is a big deal. You know, this guy's supposedly basing this off of like what he saw on set. But the other guy that leaks the similar stuff, because this <clears throat> is what happens some leakers will steal from other leakers and claim that they know stuff and they'll show the same and it's like see look more people are saying this so this same guy you throw away that says the same stuff says that uh jamie fights euron and kills him but jamie is mortally wounded jamie makes it to cersei and they die together so why didn't the first guy notice anything he, he didn't say anything about that like they just they just see each other and they're like oh my god <laughs> jamie shows up and they're all oh my god and they hold each other and everything crumbles that's how jamie and cersei die Everything crumbles on top of them. What? The dragon enters the throne room and fucks shit up. The Iron Throne gets melted by the dragon. Why? <laughs> I'm supposed to believe that Percy uh, dies and uh, Danny's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to burn this throne. 
the throne I wanted this whole time for my ancestors. I'm going to burn it. <laughs> it just it doesn't add up, man. It doesn't add up. Now, there have been a lot of things that didn't add up on this subreddit before that I didn't think was real. And I've been, I've been spending the whole season going, wow, I mean, I guess some of the leaks were true. I guess some of these leaks were true. But it's never like 100% like that. It's never like, because I'll go, I'll go watch with people and I'll, I'll be waiting for some of these things. And they never happen. They never happen. Like, what? like I, there was a, there were some screenshots released from season uh, eight, episode three. And it shows, it shows uh, in one scene, it shows John. Uh, there's like a big fireball on the ground and somebody's inside the fire. And then the next scene of the still image was John with fire behind him looking up. So you assume like he just got burned but survived it or something. So I thought John's going to get toasted. But it was actually the scene where the Night King gets toasted and then John's just looking up watching her do it with like a heart on or something. Oh, the adrenaline, you know. But there have been situations like that where I've read these small little leaks that were being talked about in the beginning, uh, you know, that just kind of connected things together, like uh, just stupid little stuff that doesn't really matter, like uh, Sam being told, telling Danny or being told by Danny that his family was killed. I mean, that's that's also easy because A, she did that and, you know, like you already have a piece of the puzzle, right? If you want to impress me as a leaker, tell me something that you couldn't possibly know. You couldn't possibly fucking know. Don't tell me something where you got 50% of the information already. You know what I mean? Don't tell me something where it's easy to guess. Like, hey, we know that John and Danny are going to Winterfell at the end of season seven. So my leak is John and Danny get to Winterfell by by episode one. That's not a leak. You know what I mean? I mean, yes, that happened. But that's not a that's not a real leak. And if that's your if that like there are there's so much shit like here's how all you have to do, by the way, all you have to do, because we've seen the behind the scenes footage of Arya doing her little leap on the Night King and all that shit. All you have to do if you want to prove, you know, leaks is just say something like that. Say Arya kills the Night King. Stabs her in, stabs him in the back, or stabs him, uh, jumps up behind him, and he catches her, and then she stabs him in the stomach. That's all I gotta say. Boom, you're in. That's it. I got no questions of whether or not you know what the fuck you're talking about when it comes to that episode. But if you want me to, because here's the problem: unless you're in the editing booth putting these fucking things together, they film these things in multiple locations. Like they don't film everything in the same fucking place. They have a place where they film King's Landing shit. They have a place where they film Dragonstone shit. They have a place where they film Winterfell shit, North of the Wall shit. They have all these different places around the world where they film these things. And if you're a crew, and the crews are divided into like the wolf crew and the dragon crew or some shit like that, you're not on the same crew as everybody. So when I see some guy come in that claims he knows this kind of information, how does he know he's talking about this is another big thing to look out for with these leaks because he's he's sitting here talking about how he has information not from edits 
he's not talking about edits because this guy said his friend told him this information from working, you know, on the show. And, he, and because there's a Q&A and he's like, Jamie shows up and they're all, oh my God, and they hold each other and everything crumbles. You know, one of the big things he talked about is, well, there's no CGI and these aren't edited together. So sometimes I don't know exactly what's going on because of that. Well, if that's the case, then that means you were on set. So how the fuck do you know shit that's happening with the different fucking crew? Why, why do you know shit from two different crews? That just doesn't happen. <clears throat> it doesn't work that way. So I don't know, man. I, I'm not a big believer in these leaks. I think that some of this stuff is pot. I think some of this stuff is likely. Some of this stuff will happen, but I'm not a big John kills Danny thing because there's a lot of reasons that doesn't make sense. I mean, maybe the Tyrion trial doesn't happen. Maybe that's not a thing. And Fricky's the wrong. fake ending. I've, I've said that a lot. Uh, I've said that before that Fricky could be just a guy that got a couple things right, and now he's just trying to keep a YouTube channel interesting. Um. In my opinion, though, it doesn't fit John's character to just stab somebody cowardly like that. If John, listen, and I'm not going to say that the, I'm not one of these guys that's going to say the writing sucks. The writers fucked up John because I'm not the decider on who and how John is. I'm going based off what I know about John as has been written by Dan and Dave so far. And to some extent, George Martin. If George Martin tells Dan and Dave that John stabs Daenerys and he does that and Dan and Dave put that in the show that's not on me to decide that that's not John's character because I didn't fucking write him that's a moment in John's life where he takes a sometimes that happens to people people live straight lives and then the next day they're told they got cancer and they're Walter White okay that's how it happens that's real life people do that shit all the time People take big left turns and change the way their their perspectives are on life. People grow and change constantly. They don't say stay the same person. So I'm not going to sit here and go. The writing's terrible. John's not like that. They wrote John in a bad way. Like no, that's John. Uh, if John stabs Danny like a coward, I'm going to say John's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit that doesn't deserve the throne and should be killed for treason because he pledged himself to that woman. And if he just kills her without a trial or something like that, he's a fucking coward and a piece of shit and there's nothing noble about him. Because I don't care how noble you've been your whole life. If you do something ill-noble once, you're not fucking noble anymore. That's the whole concept to Arthas in World of Warcraft is he's a paladin for his whole life and he's good. And then he goes and finds out that the people of Stratholme have their grain has been infected with this plague that makes them undead if they consume it and he just assumes that it's too late that everyone is infected he's right but he's that's not his principle as a paladin he's not supposed to do that the noble thing to do would be to try to save every person he possibly could even if it meant the one person that didn't happen to eat the grain or something like that instead he purges the whole fucking city and sets it on fire and that's his downfall into a villain so if you can't come back from that, you can't have John stab Danny and then be like, he's still a great guy. Oh, look at him going north of the wall. He's such a good guy. <laughs> Danny was crazy. He was right to do it. It's like, all right, well, here's another like controversy. Watching, do you it's think like watching King's somebody Landing... kill their mother because their mother, you know, did something bad suddenly. Like, oh my God, it's, it's not how that works. 
Sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> you think that uh, King's Landing should have looked the way it did? <clears throat> what do you mean? Like, in previous <clears throat> seasons, it was, like, surrounded by water. It's out in the middle of the fucking bay. And then in episode four, it looks like a desert. Yeah, because King's Landing is a giant fucking city. Uh, the scenes are just the front wall. It's, it's not... Uh, it's not surrounded by water. King's Landing is so the castle is surrounded by water, but the the actual like well, you've seen uh, the pictures, right? Like there's a wall, and probably for seventy five percent of it, it's <clears throat> water, and then for the <clears throat> other twenty five percent, it's forest. Well, it's not forest. Well, from the pictures, it looks like it's forest. What pictures? Just scroll I mean, there are certainly there's a bunch of memes. There are certainly forests. Um. To certain size. I mean, I don't think you're understanding the, the, the size of it. Like, there's a scene. Uh, let me link some pictures. I'll, I'll get some pictures for you. I'll put them in uh, admin here. Like, because uh, for me, like, so the way it a, looks isn't that big image. of a deal if you ever see North Carolina in winter. Here's an image. Uh, of it's not her, snow, but it's all barren and shit. Here's an image of her looking out. And yes, there's a lot of like, uh, trees and shit like that as it heads up the mountain range but that's that's to the 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 ocean side of the city because that's the bay that all the traders come in through and all that shit um the other side of it which if yes if you look at king's landing even from earlier there, there's like drawings and shit that people have done of the show but if you look at the show specifically uh and i'll get another uh, shot to confirm what you're saying absolutely it is kind of surrounded by water but it's massive the whole city is massive so here's another shot of the sept and you can see the ki the castle back there is uh surrounded by water as you said that make that's why it's so in so difficult to uh capture in fact uh, just a little bit of trivia here king's landing was actually not a city when aegon targaryen came and conquered it it was the it was old town old town was where the capital was at and uh they Aegon had this area built and people just kept coming and building onto it over the years. But there's a, let's, let's look at the, uh, so here's the opening credits image. Hold on. Let me, which apparently has also changed. It used to be right on the water and they pushed it back. So here you can see the opening credits image. I don't know from what season this is. Uh, but you can see that here's the the water and then the water on one side. And it's slightly altered, of course. But you can see there's a lot of land there out in front of the castle uh, walls. And there's not a ton of trees. It's actually, it, it, it's very close to Dorne. So there's, the only place where there's trees around King's Landing is near like the mountainside and shit like that. And the big plateaus that come up. Uh, the rest of it is, uh, which um, fucking... What's called a like Dorn like desert shit, uh, because that's the climate they're in. They're in a very here. Here's the uh, here's another intro gif of King's Landing, and you can see the part that says King's Landing. Oh god, that's a big ass link. Sorry, you're gonna have to click that one. The part that says King's Landing is uh, like uh, peninsulas and shit on the on the sides of it or whatever. And then the the road right there is likely where her forces are coming from, where all that desert's at. And that's the one you're ta talking about where they pushed it back, right? That's the that's like one of the originals when it was still had the Baratheon symbol on on the keep. 
realistically speaking, that version I just linked to you of the GIF is an incorrect version because the original version is described similar to what we have now. And here's an example of someone's artwork from back in the day because people do these artworks and shit based off of uh, how the descriptions are in the books. And that's that's the castle itself, the Red Keep. And then you can see the well, That seems awfully vulnerable to uh, a Navy, you know? <clears throat> Yeah, but you got your own Navy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, George Martin's probably not the smartest when it comes to uh, you know, picking out what do you call it defenses, what's defensible and what isn't, and shit like that. So she brought soldiers into the keep so that she couldn't just sack the keep. That was smart of her. Um, I'm trying to get like shots from season four or episode four. seems kind of <clears throat> barren well never... they definitely built a smaller set there um i think it might be bigger in the next episode because the way they always made it look was that you got the ocean on one, like it's sandwiched between mountains and ocean yeah and now no, you there's got definitely desert there's definitely big wide open areas off to one side it's like it has like three different sides to it it has the the mountain side and then it has the ocean around most of it and then there's like the deserty side off to one area because it bubbles out a little bit. Um, uh, it is really difficult to find fucking shots of. I know, right? It's like all a bunch of like this is the real King's Landing. Like, give a fuck. Well, here we go. View image. In the show, give me a map. Here we go. So this is from season episode five, season eight. Um, and look, they got Golden Company out there in front. Yee. You're going to tell me that she just destroys those fucking scorpions easy peasy? Maybe Gendry uses his laser eyes. <laughs> but you can see parts of the uh, the village and town up on the left side there. And yeah, it's mostly flat. It's a big flat area because of sea level. Um, but it makes sense that out in front of a castle would be hardly anything at all because that would be your staging area for marching off big armies, bringing in big uh large amounts of, of just stuff you also wouldn't want to give your opponents any kind of terrain advantage if they were attacking your castle so well the actual terrain didn't bother me i mean people are like oh it looks like a desert i'm like it's it's winter time winter has come and this is the south this is what the yeah. south looks like in the winter it's brown yeah, this is it's probably starting to become tundra a little bit and shit it might start getting cold I don't it's know. not even that cold but i mean well, we know that this set that they're standing in front of has snow in front of it in one of their shootings, unless that was just them trying to, you know, throw people off or something. Could have been Ash, though, I guess. Now, my big everybody, problem was that I just never had seen everybody thinks anything except image. for mountain and forest and ocean. Everybody what thinks kind of Danny's vision where she walks into the throne room, puts the torch down, and it's all covered in snow and it's destroyed is like the Night King, but... It could just be ash. She could absolutely destroy it. I, I, I'm not saying she doesn't go mad and destroy shit. I just don't think John stabs her. And again, if he does, it's it's a detriment to his character, not the writing, but to his character specifically. It's a weakness that he would have to do something like that to someone he supposedly loves. Um, there's also people who are always like, why has it got the seven star there? It doesn't have Joffrey's symbol or her 
her symbol or anything like that. That's well, that's because oh, and the quick I little preview I, they gave at the end of the last episode, they show the the throne and Dragonstone, and yeah. the torch is lit for the first time. Every other mm-hmm. time you've seen the inside of the throne room, it's just been dark and black, and maybe there's some kind of sim- symbology. I don't know. I don't follow a lot of symbology in the show. <laughs> I think a lot of people do that a little too much. They're like, look, every time it cuts, it cuts to this person after this. Like, there's certainly times they do that, but people need to remember they're not always doing that. If you're always doing that, then it detracts from it a lot. So, you know, a good example is the Tower of Joy scene, and then it looks at the baby's face and zooms in, and then it cuts to John's face. That's to tell you as the viewer that this is the same person. But when you know robert baratheon's talking about the kingdom burning down and then it cuts to daenerys that's not the same thing it's just cutting to daenerys it's coincidence but they always do that they always talk about something burning and then cut to her all right so here's the image that most people are comparing it to but except they don't because they cut to her plenty of times without them talking about burning it's just fucking dumb What's that? That's the image people are complaining about. Yeah, so it's what you're seeing here is there's a peninsula on one side and a peninsula on the other, and then in between there is a large open area where they likely salt the earth so that no grass and shit grows. And like you said, it's wintertime, so a lot of the trees have lost their fucking green and a lot of grass has died. It's not going to look beautiful green like that anymore. Uh, but there's definitely something there. There's definitely shit in between. There's, there's not just hills. How the fuck would they get armies in and out of that place, right? That would be ridiculous. But this is probably also an old scene, isn't it? How long ago is this shit? <laughs> probably season one. That little carriage is probably sometimes, Ned. Sometimes, uh, sometimes changes are made. Uh, and that could be the King's Road. <clears throat> but I would say that even if this is still the idea, like, um, there's a, a gate down there in between these two peninsulas where even if there's still, you know, hills and mountains and shit, there's still going to be like, you have to remember that Aegon Targaryen landed a fucking army here to invade Westeros. He did not land on the side of a mountain and then go, let's go over the fucking mountain. There's probably a pass somewhere uh, in between these mountains or some shit that would make sense. Uh, and you see a lot of trees and shit now because it's not fucking winter in this episode. <laughs> and they usually, in front of castles, they salt the earth so grass doesn't grow and shit. And then you can do wonderful things like not have grass and hills and trees to hide behind when you're shooting arrows at people trying to attack your town. What's, what I would complain about is how there's nothing outside of the walls. There's like there's a couple buildings here, but then there's nothing. There's not like a bunch of like real castles have walls. And then there's a bunch of fucking peasants that keep building their shit up around the walls to try and, you know, like kingdom come is a great example of how real castles are. You know, people build shit outside of the walls to a large degree. <clears throat> and when a fight comes, I think Lord of the Rings did it too. Whenever people were being attacked, they brought people into the city from outside of the, the walls. <clears throat> But whatever, this is George Martin's fantasy, and in his fantasy, everybody lives inside the walls. Guess we're not growing any. <laughs> this is Stop the size fucking. we're going to stay. 
these are the size we're going to stay. And that's why it's all cramped together and slummy. It's very New yeah, York. pretty slummy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess you could always expand outside of the wall and build more wall that connects to it. I mean, that is possible. People do that all the time. Uh, but I th I'm pretty sure uh, King's Landing, that's not a CGI town, by the way. Yeah, well, that'd be way too much. That's probably... I mean, it's a real it's town. It's got a bunch place. of CGI added in, like the sept and right. Castle. Here's the here's the real town uh, that it's filmed in. Whenever they do those, and that's why you see all those fucking mountains, because that's what you know. They probably paint a lot of stuff over all these fucking houses outside of the castle. By the way, this is what real castles look like. See all the fucking assholes building up around the fucking castle walls. We're gonna live here too. <laughs> in fact this little bay area down here is where like terry tywin lannister was fishing and this is where a lot of their scenes are shot of of uh you know the boats coming in and shit like that and Varys and all that shit talking down there um they have a lot of stuff that they do in set but they do a lot of these aerial shots here too and they they do a lot of filming on the walls and things like that they'll they'll add a bunch of props and shit and do wall kind of scenes where on the walls here and shit like that. Uh, but yeah, they use this and then they paint it over it. And of course this town doesn't have that peninsula I'm talking about. It's just, it's all on a mountain. Uh, but I don't, I don't actual, actual King's Landing isn't like that. Actual King's Landing does have a front side, which is more prevalent in the later parts of the season where they started getting a bigger budget and could use their own CGI for the entire town. Like if you look at, you know, the first picture you show is what they had the budget for take a real town film it paint some shit on top of the image now they have you scroll up and look at some of the uh the newer shit you know that's all cgi where she's looking out across the bay and shit that's fucking cgi like that whole fucking thing she's just in front of a screen screen right there man like <laughs> yeah, that's what tell. budget will do for you <clears throat> that's what budget will do So anything I mean, yet? Any leaks? Let's see. No, I don't see any new leaks. Uh, some people were talking about how the episode was like available for them, but they click on it and nothing happens. So it's very possible that some shots will come out soon. Um, but it doesn't look like we're going to get it in the episode like we did last week last week we got it right before the uh the podcast started well we tried mother's day madness edition happy mother's day and all you mothers out there and all you motherfuckers yeah. all you motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, anything else you want to talk about? I got nothing. I pretty much said everything I need to say. Yeah, I mean, whether you're for the leaks or not or whatever, you know, enjoy, I guess. Um, it's Mother's Day, so the best thing they could possibly do is kill somebody that's pregnant in the show, I guess. Yeah. Um, you think they planned that out years in advance, or is that just coincidental? <laughs> man, that would be so coincidental, wouldn't it? That's yeah, gotta so fucking be. fucking meta. No one saw that uh, coming. 
Well, but I mean, I think, you know, I think John kills Danny. Probably not easy. Varys dies. Tyrion gets caught up in some kind of, oh, do I stick with Danny or do I stick with my family? I mean, even if the leaks the are true and, and he does kill Danny, I, I currently have no reason to believe the leaks are true. That's what I'll say. It, it could absolutely be true, but there's not... The guy that leaked it, supposedly, if it is true and it is a leak, did a really shitty job at conveying that he was a leaker. That's what I'll say. If the writing is bad on the show, I can test you that the writing on the subreddit is worse. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen anything better on the subreddit than what's happened in the actual show yet. I think that maybe I just think it's kind of bullshit that people are constantly bitching about the show's writing. <laughs> but I think the last two episodes I, haven't even fucking happened yet. So far, I your think, complaints are dog, coffee cup, and dragon dying, right? I think, uh, but they're already <laughs> bitching about like you fucking destroyed Daenerys' character. Like she's still alive, guys. Like it's uh, <laughs> episode five hasn't happened yet. She's still out there. You could all be wrong. I think uh, honestly, I think the reason why there's nothing else out there other than these supposed leaks is because every everybody's where we're at right now at not having any clue with what direction this shit goes in. Like, what do you, like, there's, I got nothing, man. I don't even have, I mean, I got stuff for some characters that make sense with like Jamie and Cersei that I've talked about before, but. Yeah, I, I mean, got, didn't Arya make no her way idea. to uh, King's Landing before everybody else? Yeah. And she's not going to do anything. You're telling yeah, me she's. No she's definitely there doing something. She's going to be there with the hound. Uh, they're not going with Danny's army. They're not fighting in the army. Uh, <clears throat> man. Arya's just stealing faces, pointing at the guards going, they went that way. <laughs> they went that way. <laughs> Causing confusion, you know. Oh, one last theory. Stannis comes back because we never saw him die. <laughs> Because that's something Brienne would lie about, you know? By the way, Rhaegal would be alive. And I like this. This is on Free Folk, and I don't know why I'm here, but I went here. <laughs> and somebody somebody mentioned this. John tries to take Rhaegal with him when they're on the, in the map oh, room. Yeah, I, I don't that. know where this is at. And, and Grey Worm puts it back with Danny's fleet. Like, he's planning to bring Rhaegal with him. So Rhaegal would have survived if they would have listened to the, the true king, the true heir. <laughs> yeah, and I just say true air in the sense that that's what he is. That's true. Thanks, Gray Worm, you piece of shit. Yeah, it's I'm your glad fault. your girlfriend died. Yeah, it's your fault that Miss Sandy's dead. <clears throat> Dragon did a whole lot of good, <laughs> dying and all. Sorry, too soon. Is it too soon? Mm -hmm. Okay. I swear to God, if I had more video editing skills, this is a good. I would twist. just replace uh, Raygal with uh, Ghost and post it on here and watch people <laughs> cry about it. This is a good twist. Ten thousand years ago, they built a wall to hide something. They imprisoned it within the tree and put a king to guard it. But now Ugh. it escaped in someone else's shape. Night King will come for me. <laughs> it's Bran. Yeah. And Bran's the actual villain. He's got no emotion. Doesn't care. Well, then why did the Night King want to kill him? He was about to. You know? Except for the monologuing. 
That's the kind of the shit silent monologue. Ghost gone from huge boy to regular size boy. You're putting him next to Tom and you fag. The first fucking scene, he's next to a girl. You re- people <laughs> don't fucking realize that like it's a regular sized dog. You know how they do that? It's called forced perspective. Yeah. Since the camera only has one eyeball, there's no depth perception. God, and so like you move that, the dog closer to the camera and have the right. actor look far to its left. So that it and looks like fuck this subreddit bigger. again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wasn't here for that long. And already I remember why I fucking removed it from my list. Jesus Christ. Like people just chalk this up to like, you need fucking lazy. It's like, no, it's the problems you run into when you're using a animal actors and B camera tricks. It's not CGI. It's a real fucking dog. I mean, just go look it up. I'm not going to explain what the fuck it is. Look up. Uh, forced perspective. There's a really good scene in like season three with John scratching Ghost on the ear, and Ghost is a little bit out of focus, and it's like, why? Well, it's because Ghost is really close to the camera, and John's farther back. So make the dog Freaky, look Freaky uh, did a Q and A on YouTube about the Spanish leaks. He said that he believes the Spanish leaks are not true, that they contain many lies, and that the dragon armor is unlikely. the The Spanish leak is that. Danny circumvents the, uh, the scorpions by putting on putting armor on Drogon, which, by the Force way, armor. is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Because if you see any look at these scorpions, man, Dude, dragon scales are stronger than armor. What the fuck is armor? Yeah, what do? the fuck are they talking about? These things were meant to pierce dragon scales. <laughs> They're not going to be held back by regular armor that slows a dragon down. See, it's all fan fiction, man. People do it left and right. He is still sticking to the Tyrion trial and Bran's big moment coming in episode six. There you go. I mean, I would believe that guy more than anyone else because he's he actually knows people confirmed that work on the show. The other guys don't have any way to confirm that. There's no way to confirm that. He got into legal trouble, by the way, with HBO for leaking shit. Oh, like, so he's probably not leaking anything anymore then, right? I, well, he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. He lives in Spain. They can't get him with his law, with their laws. <laughs> oh God, there's so much shit that's just assuming shit's true. All right, well, we'll be back tomorrow when everyone's eating their words. The leaks were wrong. How could they be so wrong? <laughs> maybe, maybe it's either going to be me uh, eating my words, or it's going to be all these fucking losers. God, I, I hope, I hope it's these losers, man. Wouldn't Get your I told you so memes ready. Oh, you better start building them now. You know, <laughs> make, make like time, make like Times Magazine, and just make a cover for each one. <laughs> 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 Shit. Well, that's all we got to say about that. Yeah, so go watch the fucking show so you know what we're talking about next week. Next week's the finale. So thanks for listening. Yeah. I'm the Night Terror. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. To, come back and, to Twitch and uh, we just talk about it tomorrow, Monday. Yeah, we do that and too. And then the we podcast. repeat ourselves on the podcast. <laughs> we hash out all the ideas on stream. <laughs> While yeah, we're yeah. wrecking noobs in video it's games. It's called rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> we work hard. Yeah. Uh, so Twitch is Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every week, starting at 6 p.m. 
Sometimes earlier. Friday and Saturday we go late most <laughs> of the time when there's shit to play. Tuesday is Rage 2. Monday is yeah. I don't know what. I guess you could finish uh, Stick of Truth. You got about an hour and a half left. Yeah. Have you finished already? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'll probably finish it. You can continue playing the second one or something. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> it's a throwaway day. Yep. So, where can we find the gambler? Oh, I just other on other than on probably a lot of people's hit list. I live at one eight seven one eight seven. Go fuck yourself, Avenue. None of your fucking (laughs) business street. Yeah, I'm just I stream still on the gambler on Twitch. I don't know why, but I do. You know, probably gonna get into my summer car soon and start challenging some of these uh, fucking. Twitch streamers that think they know what they're doing. There's like a big rally thing that goes on between a handful of Twitch streamers. And I, you know, I watch them and they're so bad. I, you know what? I've had this game for two days. I already have better timing than they do when it comes to like when to get shit. I got the fucking, there's a, you can't. So he, the, the game developer, the game developer has a thing where he did an update. And it took away like the starting vehicle that everybody gets to use that's like doesn't get damaged or, you know, all you have to do is fill it with gas. And it's great. It's like a van. He took that away and made it belong to the uncle now who rents it out to you. But the uncle's on a timer when you start the game where he doesn't show up for several days. So you got to you got to use your tractor, which is fucking slow. It's not fast enough. Well, there's a car that you can steal that's kind of a junker that doesn't have. Uh, you know, the detriment to it is, first of all, it's got a beehive in it. So you got to get rid of the bees with a fire extinguisher by dipping it in water or something if you tow it until the bees die. And then it doesn't have a seat belt. So if you hit anything at any speed, you're fucking dead. Uh, <laughs> but I get this. I have this car. I have a run. Listen, for all you people out there, send out the news. A new challenger is approaching. Okay. After Rage 2, it's happening. I'm getting into this rally shit. I got a run where every single time I got that fucking car, day two, day two, my dude, I got that fucking car. Unbelievable. Tell me about it. And my wheels for my car. Get on my fucking level, okay? Get on it. I don't know what any of that means, but thanks. <laughs> so that's it. I guess we'll see y'all next time. In on Twitter. We'll see y'all next time on Twitter.